Hey, before we get started here, I just want to uh, give you all a heads up that in some areas of this episode, the audio is a little bit rough. You know, things happen and all that, and we, we cleaned it up the best we could, but uh, we are merely humans and barely that. But I hope you find it in your hearts to forgive us. Also, listener discretion is advised. Juggalo Judgment. Okay, so Eric sent me that, but he didn't give me anything, like, to do with it in particular, so I was like, I'm just gonna remake their intro, but I realized I don't have him saying, I see you pee with me in a really low voice, and I'm not good enough to do th- Hang on, let me try real quick, I'm gonna post-process this. I see you pee with me. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, juggalos, juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and... Shmave! And this is a super special episode because this is a collaborative effort. With who? Well, it's it's obviously us. It's Juggalo Judgment. Of course, yeah, yeah. And, And for this one special episode, we have our very own co hosts with the Comos. Yeah. And that is the fine gentleman of ICUP with we. Quote unquote fine. Aaron and Aaron. I would like to thank Whoa. the Academy. I immediately started talking without you introducing. I'm Aaron. I'm Aaron. This is me. I'm Aaron. And I'm Eric. And we are we. We are in the ICUP true. with we. we. We are here with we. You are also the we in this equation. All of us. And listener, you're the we as well. It's a wonderful fucking morning to have y'all here. I feel like actually I've been here with at least two of you for most of the morning already. That's true. Uh, That's and then this true, other yes. this other fuckos here with his out of focus camera. He's in and out. But it's so great to have you here. Finally, again, this is just another thing. I feel like for the past couple of months, it's just been a series of things where it's like, I've been waiting goddamn weeks for this shit. I've been waiting and waiting, and now it's finally fucking here, and here we are again. And I'm, it's fucking awesome. But before Act we... for the first time. Before we get into anything else, there's one thing we gotta do, and that's... Give some silence for you to do your intro, uh, because they haven't done it yet. We're, you're not going to know who's actually done their intro first. Uh, definitely, it was us. We did it first, and now we're going to give them time to do their intro. Uh, so if you want to hear everything, all of the content that we recorded here, you're going to want to go listen to their episode as well. <laughs> Otherwise, you're only hearing half the fucking content, and you're missing out on so fucking much. Exactly. This is this is the uh, th- this is the 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 Jack Jekyll cover version, and yeah. theirs is the Jake Jekyll. So go yeah. ahead and, and check out their their episode as well. Which is I like to think of our version as the one that's packaged with Freaky Tales. I uh, yes. I like it. I like it. I like your <laughs> You can have that. Yeah, you can have it. That's all you. Yeah, no, cool. Hey, we're yeah. good with that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But before we do anything else, else. I feel like we're not reviewing anything. I'm just going to tell you that straight up. We don't have an album for this. This this is a little bonus for y'all. We're going to crack open a motherfucking Fago. We have never in the history Ooh. of this show had guests on and told them to have a Fago ready. We just know that they all listen and they have Fagos ready all the time. So we're going to crack open a motherfucking Fago. Mike, what do you got? I have in my possession a Moon Mist Blue. I've been holding on to this for the last mm. week. Mm. And and I've just I've been dying for it because Moe's 
Went there, grabbed like five things last week. They still have that expired ass uh, rock and rye, making me very salty because it's like six months expired or more. <laughs> I'm going to tell them the next time I go. But I have Moon Mist Blue. Here's what you do. What do our uh, esteemed guests have to drink uh, with us today? So I have a uh, Fago Topo Chico <laughs> with uh, twi- it's Twist of Tangerine. This is the, the Sprouts exclusive. So this is extra, extra uh, upper middle class white mom territory. Delightful. And um, it, it is it tastes like it. Fago Richie Bitch great edition. Yeah. Yes, Absolutely. I've got a Fago Queen Anne Roasters decaf coffee from Ghost Alley Espresso. Delightful. Took a walk down to the corner store today to pick myself up a genuine Fago delicious red pop. Ooh. Sorry about you. For the second time in the last five minutes, I want you to remove yourself from this call. <laughs> oh, oof. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will never. Let's crack them open. Eric, you had, uh, what? what is the name of the coffee? That you got? Oh, it's a it, Queen Queen Anne Roasters decaf, and it's from Ghost Alley. Yeah, have Have you ever listened to the song uh, Queen Anne's Lace by uh, Sorority Noise? It's actually the only song I've heard ever. Incredibly depressing. I just listen to it over and over instead of the albums we're supposed to listen to, yeah, and then no, I just fake no. it. I take cues from you when we review stuff. Oh, really? Because I take cues from you. Have we ever actually reviewed an album? Fuck. Shit damn out oh my god i thought i thought do they know it's christmas by band-aid was the only song on earth no boys crack your fagos crack them satisfying twist bit that was awesome it's fun we uh we're here together and we have not a goddamn thing prepared we all just got together for a little little square table discussion and uh yeah, I'm gonna fucking talk it out. We're gonna talk out our problems because we've had a lot of problems over the past. We've, we, we, we still have a, our grudge matches for a future JCW yet to be announced. True, yet to be um, announced. And who knows how that's gonna shake out? We've, and, we've and cut our promos. What? We've been back and forth. Yeah, Nothing's even though it's even though it's yet to be announced, we're gonna put an advertisement for it in uh, the next Joker's Card album. Because uh, it doesn't matter if anything from those ads actually happened. No, right? true. <laughs> My guardy hates me. No, guys, no, I not, should. I should. Uh, this is a different face. This is the face okay. where he knows what you're saying is true and it hurts. <laughs> the the other thing we're gonna do is <laughs> correct. We're gonna put that ad in the next Joker's card with a date, but not tell you the date changed until two days before that date. Damn! Can't wait. <laughs> Because that's how we do. I should. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's been mentioned yet, but I should mention. Uh, yeah, we are all on webcam today, so we, we are. are seeing each other's reactions live. And and Aaron, we don't generally do that, but uh, the Juggalo no. Judgment fellas do. We like to see each other. It's it's nice. We don't we don't we don't talk face to face. This is the only interaction we have. We hate each other right. outside yeah. of the show. I don't let people see me if I can avoid it. So. <laughs> Yeah, we were we were at a at a cookout last week, and um, and and he just kept giving me shitty looks the whole time. Yeah, but especially when we were playing magic, he was like, "You motherfucker, I'm I'm not the one you need to worry about." He almost <laughs> wound up in the fire, to be honest. I, wow, yeah. wow. Well, I think it's it's probably obvious to anybody listening, whether they're listening to our show or your show right now. We both do somewhat similar 
podcasts. Uh, thematically, it's uh, a person who has listened to and has knowledge of ICP paired with a person who maybe wouldn't identify so much as a juggalo or hasn't listened. And, and we're experiencing things together. Although Aaron and I are both at a point where we're so deep in that uh, all the stuff we're listening to is new, but there's also some other uh, interesting parallels. I used to live in Pittsburgh. You're both in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, Mike is the straight edge juggalo and I am also straight edge. There was a lot of bizarre things that when we, had our little write-up on Fago Lovers and Mike commented saying, fuck these guys, listen to our show. We immediately were like, this is a friendship that's going to last forever. We need to do an episode together. So we're so stoked that finally it's happening. And then we allowed like three months to go by. <laughs> yes. It was it was the equivalent of, of when Eminem was super getting popular and him yelling, fuck ICP, buy my CD. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's really what that was. This, oh, for sure. Yeah. This all started because we, we actually went to a live performance of Juggalo Judgment and we handed them flyers to come to ours and it said Juggalo Judgment might be there. And that's how this all yeah. started. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, and hey, to be honest, we didn't lie. There's, no. a, there's, uh, there's a possibility that Juggalo Judgment was going to show up. Yeah, it was a pay. Hey, we said they might. That's all. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, well, did you ask me? And you were like, well, I'm asking you now. Exactly. Like, Fuck y'all. That's exactly. <laughs> right, that's right. exactly how it happened. Uh, just wait until you hear what we say on Howard Stern. Just wait. Uh, anyway, the point is the point that we're trying to get to right now is that the ICP, ICUP with we guys are gay, and that's a bad yeah. thing, and we hate them. Listen, I will never suck a dick, okay? <laughs> and I want everybody to know that, so I'm going to say it in every single episode uh, for a very long time. Uh, disclaimer: um, We're making jokes, folks. <laughs> because oh, uh, uh, all four of us will suck a dick at the drop of a hat, and that's just how it is. We don't give a shit. If you if you drop your hat, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm making a beeline for it. I, mean, I can't tell. I can't. Um. So, uh, Shmeev, you said that we have nothing prepared, which is not necessarily true. Because Aaron and I collaboratively, and when I say collaboratively, I mean mostly me and Aaron laughing while I did it, have put together a series of rapid fire questions for the two of you. Oh shit. Okay, uh, okay. here we go. Let me let me before before we start this, let me let me preface this by saying I finish an eight hour stream <laughs> and I get I, I I go I look over at Discord and I have over fifty messages from <laughs> Our, uh, we'll call it Dark Lotus group chat, which is all four of us together. And then I have over like another 30 or 40 messages from Eric, who is sending questions to ask you guys <laughs> one message at a time. Oh, so, so I think I've contributed one single question to this entire thing. Everything else was from Eric, but... All of them are great. And my I sincerest hope is that these questions are also ones that can be asked of you because otherwise the, I don't have are, much. Yes. Yeah, no. So that's <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Is, beyond maybe getting like a, so uh, how did this all happen? How did you get into the to the Juggalo music? <laughs> you know, yeah. but that's whatever. We, we can get a background at some point. But here's here's the format. I'll ask the questions. They're 
There's sort of questions that you could answer yes or no to or give a short answer. Or if you want to return and ask questions, feel free. Aaron will probably add follow-up questions and color to this. Uh, but they can become conversations or you can answer and we can move on. I love to hear myself talk, so. Okay. Yeah, seriously. All right, ready. First question. First and foremost, what is a juggalo? Uh, he, he's a graduate. What did he graduate from? Well... There was cricket sounds there. It, I put them in, in, in post. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ne next question. Tell us about your show and explain what makes it so much better than ours. Well, for one, uh, we're on it. Mm. So that's that's already a couple ticks up. Um, but Juggalo Judgment is basically just uh, me, a, a juggalo of about what, 15, 16 years now, deciding to rope my best friend in because he listened to like a handful of ICP tracks uh, here and there of, of, Hey, let's, uh, let's do something similar to this podcast that you got me into uh, roach coach um, where all they do is new metal uh, for the most part. That's the and real thing that like, makes us better is that we stole the format of a better show than both of ours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, one night I was like, dude, we should do something like that. But like with ICP stuff. And he was like, all right, fuck it. And over the course of like two weeks, we like kind of came up with it. And uh, Shmi was all excited because he was like, oh, cool. By episode four, I'll get to the album that I know, a.k.a. The Great Malenko. And I said, oh, no, we're we're doing this like we're going thorough. So Malenko was episode eight uh -huh. because of all the, the sideshow stuff. And uh, and we've just been when we've been going ever since and adding like everybody else from psychopathic so i mean as we're as we're in this right now uh, as a recording we're in 2006 and we're at 60 plus episodes i, I can't remember the exact number right now really it's the amount of content uh, that that makes us better is what we're, and yeah. the dread of the non-juggalo in this yeah. in this particular case yeah the other thing that makes your show better is that this was a calculated decisive move you put time into planning this and figuring it out and copying something <laughs> ours aaron tell them how our show started uh i got really high one day and i thought icup with me would be a funny name for a podcast about icp because it's like comes off of the icup joke right spell i cup and then I, so I tweeted that because when I get high and think of stupid things, that's what I do. CST gang till I die. And then uh, Eric responded and was like, hey, let's do, let's actually do this. And I think, fuck, what did I just get myself into? <laughs> and then two days later, we were recording the first episode. Oh, it was, inc yeah, it was incredibly fast. There was not a lot of talking ahead of time. F very few easy decisions were made and then it was just off to the races. Yeah. We figured it out as we go. I think uh by about the midway point through season 3, I think our show started to become our show, so started and, to become good. Yeah. yeah. And you guys started this right at the the start or, or prior to the start of the pandemic? I I, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, right at, right was, in the early stages. Times, yeah. 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 So did you think that you were you were going to be like sticking with this for as long as you have i i, I must <laughs> no. apologize i've i've been trying to binge i am right. midway through the hallowicked 20th anniversary episode i unfortunately did not get fully caught up but hey, i have been no enjoying worries. the show the whole time and i I'm will caught get up. caught up 
I'm caught uh, up in the surprise. sense that I skipped ahead to the end. That's the I, way. I skipped to the ver- to the episodes right. I wanted to hear, and then went to right. the end. and was like, I'll just I'll just listen from here. Yeah, I'm up to uh, date. This is where I, this is where I get to hear about myself every once in a while. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Smeeb sends me the clips where they where you guys acknowledge us, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, cool. I can't wait to finally get there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, y'all have listen to us way more than we deserve to be listened to probably already this is great yeah no i didn't think we'd uh you know i think we set out a goal hey we're gonna do this till we catch up but uh, it's crazy to actually be here and look back and be like oh my fuck that we're at the end of 2019 we are like three episodes two episodes from caught up to present which is wild yeah i mean we're we're almost caught up to present and that's when i thought that we would just stop (laughs) <laughs> That's when I thought I was like, okay, when we ca- get caught up to present, I'll have my Sunday mornings back. I won't have to wake up to immediately listen to ICP and then talk about them. Uh, it'll be great. But I mean, I don't want to stop. Eric doesn't want to stop. No. We had people in the discord yesterday asking like, what are y'all's plans whenever you catch up to current? Like, what are you y'all going to do next? You had some people who are listeners of our show in the Discord. True. Yeah. Both of those new yeah. people that I believe you're talking about are exactly. people that we yeah. have chatted with, one of whom we've given – I think we may have given stuff away to both of them. I figured out pretty quickly that they uh, were longtime JJ fans <laughs> whenever they hopped in and they're like, oh, fuck, Schmeeve's in here? Oh, and Mike? Oh, and like just like – like they got caught with their pants down. I thought it was. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, li- listener Stank Biscuits, who we also played some. Uh, you played. You played some Dead by Daylight with them. Yeah, we, we played Dead by Daylight with them uh, yesterday. And also, also our our good pal Dustin. Dustin's dope. And Stank Biscuits. Bo- yeah, they Stank, both Stank seem. Biscuits has won a couple stuff. A couple things from us. I guess. Yeah, they they both seem like uh, super cool people. Dustin also supplied the copy of Quest for Shangri-La that I have sitting down in my kitchen. That's pretty sick. I still need to get that. Like, I, I haven't actually gone back to trying this, but uh, one day I want to have that all, like, all the stuff scanned in and put in as assets for tabletop sim, and I, I want to play some Quest for Shangri-La at some point. But that's so fucking hard to do. It takes so much goddamn time. I'm lazy. <laughs> Word. If you put it in tabletop sim, though, I would absolutely play it on stream way more than anybody would want me to <laughs> want, want to watch me play it on stream. Is it accurate since your show is called Juggalo Judgment to refer to you as the JJ boys? I think so. Yeah. It's literally whenever, uh, when Aaron mentioned like, oh yeah, guys from the, listen to the JJ stuff. I was like, oh my God, the JJ boys and, and, and Joe and Joey records. How have oh, I no. never like put that together? But I mean, oh, no. yeah, I, I guess. It's canon now. So it's canon. canon. You're living that's important. It's in the lexicon. Speaking of spelling, do you spell judgment with or without an E? And did you change your mind at some point? Because your profile <laughs> oh, pic okay. has one, but your artist name okay. doesn't. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Came up with Juggalo Judgment. The typical proper spelling is without an E. It can be spelled with an, with an E, but the typical like formal version is without an E. Um, I prefer good friend, with the E personally. Our, our good friend, uh, Naomi, out of the blue, made that logo for us. Didn't ask for anything. She just made it. And we were like, holy shit, this looks so good. I love it. It's great. Thank you it so is. much. We did not check it. It was not until like 10 episodes later where I noticed that there was an E in there. And 
I keep saying like, oh, maybe we can get it adjusted or anything. Shmi was just like, fuck it. It's it, it, that's what it is at this point. And I'm curious yeah, if people try to reach out to us like on social media or with the emails and add the E in there. And so we have no clue. Like, I mean, pe- people have been trying to reach reach us for the last year and a half or more. And it's not coming to us because we could do the common e business decision of just having both of those. Like we could start up social media with the like judgment with an E and we could have like a, another Gmail of it. Too late. I we just barely, registered both of those. Up, we barely keep up with the regular ones that we have. I'm not starting a new one. Yeah. We really uh, just need to like buy like the domains and stuff and just have them all redirect to the Sarah. No, I, I just right. bought them all and they all redirect to our stuff. Okay. Well, that's, Sorry. that's acceptable. Yeah. So next question. How did the two of you meet each other? We went to school together. Yeah. No. Um, we've known each other since junior high. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. Ooh. I, I think I think we had like mutual friends, and so just by hanging out with them, we just kind of clicked up, and uh, and we had a couple classes together. And you, so you know, on, like, I, I feel like I feel like you in in those times, it was kind of hard for anybody to have not like noticed you at some point. You're a very noticeable person. Yeah. <laughs> and why is which is, that? Which is funny yeah. because I'm short as hell. So that's true. Everybody's just looking right over me. Is he was that extremely it? short back in the day. He, but he was uh, he. Mike's just he's he, in high school and junior high and stuff. He was he was the hype man for like nobody at all. He was just the hype man, like <laughs> the hype man for existence. He's just up there. He's like boom. This was this was the instance of. People telling me I'm so loud and I need to be quiet. Got it. Got it. Got it. And, yeah. and no. so, uh. yeah, like that was just I was not somebody who was just sitting in the background like I do nowadays. Right. Right. Yeah. It, now, like, after Mike. a certain point, we'd have, you know, he'd, he'd be the guy who was just in the middle of the hallways rapping some John Cena lyrics and then later some ICP lyrics. <laughs> so so you were you have always in Shmeev's eyes, you have always been a, a fan of ICP. Is that correct? For most of the time, yeah. Okay. I have bad memories, so it's hard for me to remember a time when he wasn't. (laughs) Right, right. So my question is that if a time machine existed and you were able to, both of you together, travel back in time to your middle school, get Lil Shmeev and Lil Mike together and say, hey, just let you know, this is Future Us, uh, and we run a podcast about ICP. What would your middle school reactions be? Middle school me would try to beat current me up. Would would they would, not would they succeed. first say what's a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I think they just hear the ICP part and just right, right. <laughs> yeah, let's Absolutely. see. Middle middle school me, I'd probably I'd want to beat them up. They would want to beat me up. Um, yeah, also, the and same I way. wouldn't and I wouldn't believe it because I. ICP was the furthest thing from my mind back then. I didn't get an ICP okay. until until high school, actually. Um, it. And it's because of my fear of clowns. So perfect. It, yeah, I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have had anything to do with that back then. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, yeah. Tw- yeah Twelve like, year old me would high, not know what to do. Junior high me would just be like, "That's not Rush. Shut up." <laughs> yeah. Is that a prog band? <laughs> now, uh, do you ever see yourself reviewing Rush in the future? Do you ever see yourself reviewing a band that would redeem yourself in middle school used mind? Yeah, I think because for me did. that would be like Fall of Troy. <laughs> like, 
for taking back Sunday? For, for the month of April, I think we did. We covered we okay. covered Screaming for Vengeance, and like Junior High Me would be like, yeah, Judas Priest, that's great. <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> okay, and the Proto-Men, like uh, Junior High Me had never heard of the Proto-Men, and would be like, this is incredible. That What it, how? How it, and I mean, I don't even think the Proto-Men were around whenever I was in Junior High, so it would be like double, double crazy. I saw them right, open crazy. for the Aquabats once. What? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah, that was a thing. Is that so, Eric? Because I happen to have this sworn affidavit from you, given after this episode was recorded, that it was in fact the Phenomenauts that you saw and not the Proto-Men, though they have a similar aesthetic and musical style, which I will have to check out sometime. They are not in fact the same band. So, I don't know how I or the listeners can take anything that you say going forward as anything but vile fucking lies. Or, I mean, maybe you're just kind of, like, mistaken. That happens. Probably a liar, though. Anyway, back to the episode. So, do the two of you prefer listening to podcasts or creating podcasts? Ooh. I have a lot of fun doing the show, typically. Sometimes the, the, the prep going into it is, is a bit strenuous, which is just ironic when I do legitimately the least amount of work on this. But... Sometimes I, I can't always just listen to podcasts. Like I typically have to have them on when I'm when I'm working just as background noise. And that's why sometimes I go through like huge stages of binging a show that, you know, I wasn't caught up on. Like Roach Coach, I'm behind by like almost three months now, which I, I hate myself for because I finally got caught up last year. And um I, I think it it just depends on the uh, the month of of which I prefer doing. I mean I record four of these a month now with doing the, the solo mic checks. And I mean, I just have fun for the most part. So I, I guess it just kind of goes in waves, but I, I mean, depending on the show that I'm listening to, I might just be like, okay, I need to keep going. Cause this is great. So it's, it, it, it fluctuates for me. I'm, I'm very lazy. Uh, so I, I really do enjoy listening to podcasts a whole lot. Uh, but it's kind of a weird thing because I, I, I also like fluctuated in and out of listening to them, but it's just kind of a thing where I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I like these people and I like this podcast, but I don't want to listen to it right now. But I, I tend to have something going at all times to prevent my brain from thinking about anything else because it's dangerous for that to happen. So, you know, I'll, I'll throw something. I'll, I'll be like, I'm going for a walk. Throw on a podcast. I'm staring at the wall. Throw on a podcast. I'm at work. Throw on a podcast <laughs> or a video. I've, honestly, podcasts and video content are about the same thing to me at this point because I treat them both the same <laughs> Yeah, no, I found uh, when I was working pre-pandemic and into like halfway through the pandemic, I I worked in construction. I was a superintendent. I had jobs all over the Metroplex that I would have to constantly be driving to to check on. So I was always listening to podcasts. I would I would get through like six hour to hour and a half podcast episodes a day, almost on days where I didn't have a lot to do. But then once yeah, once I've just started kind of doing my stuff from home, I, I don't seem to listen to them as much anymore because now like my work is editing videos or streaming or whatever. So I can't listen to a podcast while I do that because I obviously have to perform or edit a performance. Who knows? But I do find myself, though, still like 
going to the grocery store real fast. I'd rather, you know, if I don't have something from ICP to listen to, you know, I'll toss on a podcast. Or you're in Coffee Talk, which is like a podcast. Coffee Talk is like a podcast, yeah. Really, if you think about it, I do like seven podcasts a week. Yeah, that's uh, true. Only one of them is recorded, and I don't even edit it. To edit that one. <laughs> I just talk. See, I love the creation side of it. That's like my thing. I like putting together the outlines for the episodes and researching it. I like recording it and editing it. And I used to like when I would sit at a desk every day before I started working from home, like Andy got me listening to uh, Jamie Josta's podcast. So I would sit at work and listen to that while I was doing stuff. But now I don't listen to them as much. I'll put on like maybe music if I'm working on something, but I'm generally either working, working or working on this stupid show. So... (laughs) I will say the the parts whenever I get to like the the parts that don't have to do with like the podcast itself where it's just like I'm crafting an intro or a stupid interlude or whatever like I'm like yeah this I'm I'm this is fucking it for sure <laughs> like and you know again I do just like talking about shit so that is like another part of it that I like but I'm also lazy it's just a constant struggle where it's just like am I too <laughs> right, lazy right. to like do this thing I don't know same same uh, next question. How did you both become Juggalos? Also, are you Juggalos? And more importantly, can you tell us if we are Juggalos? Maybe I'll let you go first. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I have been since, I want to say officially like 2000, it's like 2007, I guess is when I would actually like say that I was a Juggalo. Actually, a friend of mine in high school, when I was a freshman, he was a, a super senior of all things because he got, he had to stick around another year we, we would hang out and uh the one time he, we were we were in his car and he was playing a burned copy of ringmaster and bugs on my nuts came on and i was like this is the funniest thing i've ever heard in my life and uh he let me he let me have that cd and uh that's the only song i listened to just on repeat i didn't touch <laughs> anything else on that cd for a while oh my god An- another time <laughs> he had another burned mix that had uh, the Nedden game on it and I was like, whoa, this is great. What is this? He's like, it's that same band I gave you the fucking CD for. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then like another week passes and uh, the two of us and another friend uh, were in the car going to Eaton Park at midnight after Cosmic Bowling and uh, homies came on. And I was like, okay, this this is what I'm listening to from now on. Like, I can't I can't not listen to this. And so that was in... In, in like 2006 was when that was really starting, but 2007 was when I was, was when I was like, oh yeah, I think I'm a juggalo now. And then I had the fun experience of trying to go back and catch up on everything that I missed over the prior 15 years. So I've been like very deep in this, especially whenever the one person in that friend group was like, yeah, you'll be done with this in a couple of years. And I'm like, oh really? <laughs> it was <laughs> like, like a challenge. It was, that, it was, it was, it was like, I'm a juggalo out of spite now. Like it was the same for when I declared straight edge in 2006. And my mom was like, yeah, you're not going to stick with that, especially when you go to college. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Watch me. (laughs) That's that's so are you juggalos though? That's, that's, that's me. You still haven't answered. I said, no. Oh, you said no. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, he said oh. no right out the gate. Oh, oh. Oh, oh I, I thought, thought you were saying, saying you didn't no want to answer. First. Yeah. No, yeah, oh, that was, oh, and okay. that was why, because I knew that answer gotcha. from him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Mike, Mike knows that answer. We've uh, so we, we we've talked about that. <laughs> if you want the long version of this answer, so um, when it when it comes to like 
like like name names of that sort because juggalo is kind of like a different kind of thing uh it's there 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 are plenty of like names for like fandoms and stuff where it's just sort of like yeah i'm kind of into this or whatever but like juggalo is one of those ones that almost comes with kind of like an implication to it where it's not just like yeah i like listening to them every once in a while like that's that that's not quite what it is, and like they even make that kind of clear whenever they reference the Juggalos, etc. And you know, it's 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 almost along the lines of like a fish heads kind of thing. Like you're not a fish head if you just kind of listen to fish once in a while and like them. I like fish here and there. That's great, but I've never followed them around on tour. I've never camped out <laughs> to like see them and stuff. I don't feel like there's any particular uh, part of me that is like deeply intrinsically connected to this music like i can go without it you know i like a couple songs the the closest the the, the most that i have ever felt from like an icp song is probably just again homies because it's like yeah i can connect a lot with the message of that and all that stuff but this is kind of like an interesting thing i talked to whenever i was on uh the what is a juggalo podcast as as the the first and only non-juggalo to have been on that show um they 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 brought up like whenever I say about how much I actually kind of just it like hate Violent Change Shaggy Tudope a lot of times. <laughs> He's like, well, in that way, you're kind of like that. That is kind of just a Juggalo thing, hating ICP. I mean, they do, do they do that a lot. So, <laughs> but it's kind of a different thing. I feel like Juggalos hate ICP for like the few times that they're like, yeah, we're gonna do like a good thing, and then like <laughs> that's that's not why I hate ICP. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And and another thing is, like, whenever we started doing this show, I was like, I'm not going to make Shmi of a Juggalo out of this, but mm. my ultimate goal is to at least add a handful of songs into Shmi's regular playlist <laughs> of, like, we come to something and Shmi's like, holy fuck, this is so good. And I feel like the only song that that's been has probably been the Jump Steady song Ninjas in Action. Like, Ninjas that might be the closest thing. Because that's a great posse cut. If you guys haven't heard it, I highly recommend it because it's ten, fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's 10 out of 10. But um, that was the only thing. I was like, I know Shmeev's not a Juggalo. I know he's not going to become a Juggalo. But the fact is, is like he's my closest friend and he's willing to do this with me. So that's that's why I, I love was right. homie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I don't feel like I, I I particularly like owe anything to this to this music in any way. So it's just kind of like a eh whatever and there's there's another thing that was in my brain for like a second oh yeah i see my 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 place on on this show as as a a juggalo apologist and also a juggalo antagonist that's that's my purpose here i'm, I'm here right. to be like the juggalos ain't that bad and then also like poking at them because you know it's fun <laughs> and because sometimes i i just like to say what i feel about this music and that makes them mad because it's just how I feel. <laughs> right. Okay, but perfect. Our, our, Enough about you. you. Tell you us guys. about us. Tell us if we're jugglers. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. I don't know. I mean, like like do, do you feel like you 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 have like a like some some intrinsic connection to this music? I mean, Eric, you've you you've identified as a juggalo before, have have you not? You know, that's a really odd question because my first instinct was no, because when I started listening to them, juggalo wasn't a thing. I feel like the concept of Juggalo didn't come around until, you know, like the very end of the 90s, early 2000s. And I started listening like 95, 96. And I was really, really into them for a long time. But it's funny. I was looking back at some pictures and there's a picture of me and, well, she wasn't my wife yet at the time, but we were together. And she's wearing a hoodie that says Juggalette and I've got a Hatchet Man shirt on. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. And then, you know, like we've talked about before, I think 
they started to change. Their fan base started to change. They started signing a bunch of artists that I just didn't feel like I was aligned with anymore. And I just kind of stopped paying attention. And then when we started doing this, I, I realized how much not only do I love all those albums that I loved back then, but they've done a lot of stuff since then that like legitimately, I really, really like a lot of the music. Now, there's a lot that I don't like as well, but I don't think any artist for 30 years can continuously put out music and win every time. I will take no. a 60% win rate any day there, considering the volume. Uh, and there's a lot of good shit. So am I connected to what people would identify as the Juggalo community? I don't know. I don't know what that is. We've pondered that a lot. And yet, there's a lot about ICP, their DIY sort of mentality, and hey, we're going to get out there and make this happen. There's a lot about their, especially early on, their beliefs in a social sense and pseudo-political sense that I identified right away. And Aaron and I have talked about this. I grew up in the punk and hardcore scene. It was very much DIY focused. It was very much social focused. And those things were like at the core of my being, like so that was one of the appeals and still is of ICP. If those are values of the Juggalos, then I do feel an intrinsic connection to the music and that movement. So that's why I'm I'm begging for somebody to tell me because I don't know. <laughs> the fact that you were so like early on, like you are, in, in my opinion, you are would be considered one of the quote unquote old schoolers. You know, you... If I if I remember correctly from the older episodes, like Riddlebox is one of the first things that you jumped on, correct? Yeah, it started because one of my we kept seeing the CD at the store because I grew up not far from Detroit, and it just had that sticker of the Riddlebox cover. It said I actually it just said insane clown posse because they put the sticker over the the cover, and we were like, what is this? So my friend stole the CD so we could figure out what it was. <laughs> and the first thing I heard that my friend let me borrow was the uh, the chicken hunting single. That's the first thing I ever heard. So that that's the thing. Like Riddlebox, it, for for a lot of the people who I would say like are are of the first like generation of Juggalos, is it's typically Riddlebox or Great Malenko, which are the ones that most people have a very very close connection to. A because it's the first thing they listen to. You know, depending on the area, you know, it may have been Malenko because it was the first big nationwide release. But I know a lot of people in Detroit and and in Ohio and in like the Dallas Fort Worth area love Riddlebox because that was their first exposure to it. Yeah. And, you know, then there's, you know, they started getting so many fans later on, like in, in the late 90s after Jekyll Brothers and in Bizarre Bizarre, whenever Violent J was like, we need everybody to hear us and I'm going to do everything possible to sell out so that people can hear our shit. And then there's me who shows up where the most recent thing that they did was the calm. And I'm like, I'm like the middle kid. Cause now we have like the really young kids who are starting to come around because of their songs popping up on TikTok. you know, yeah. to catch a predator. Hocus pocus. Hocus pocus. Yeah. Have been used as trend songs for, for the, the better part of like a year now. And, and it's, I just find that interesting. Like with you, because you said that you kind of like fell out of it. But you're seeming to go like back in. I've I've seen that with a handful of other people. The person who I who I had on on my check, uh, Jiggles, that was the case with him. Our show actually kind of got him back into it. Like he kind of like vaguely paid attention, but now he's like, yeah, I'm I'm back in on this. So yeah, obviously you're a juggalo. 
Aaron, I don't know, man. <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, I'm still hanging. Hey, what's your uh, um, what do you what do you got for us? Well, okay, so as y'all, uh, well, y'all probably don't know, but um, as listeners, longtime listeners, no time callers because we've never taken calls. Um, <laughs> longtime listeners, no time callers, no. Uh, my experience with ICP music was this kid in elementary school uh, that used that that bullied me in elementary school always wore icp merch um so so i had that to to associate with them and then you know pop culture references up through like my entire life until i was touring with my old band we were somewhere in the middle of like being on our way to cincinnati uh i was like kind of half paying attention in the back seat scrolling twitter when um cuss words came on uh playlist that we were listening to in the van and i kind of like sit up a little bit and i was like what the fuck are we <laughs> listening to right now guys and uh and they're like oh this is ice this is cuss words by icp and i i forgot like up until we reviewed cuss words i forgot that that was the one and only icp song i had ever heard <laughs> but now i like i will be sitting here at my desk working or something and i'll just be like Cuss words, let them roll, motherfucking shit, goddamn asshole, and it's just like, and it's like that song. I can't, I cannot believe that that was the only song I heard prior to this podcast. But getting into this podcast now, it's been great for me because I've been able to actually learn what a juggalo is rather than what like pop culture presents a juggalo as right uh and what who icp is rather than their the perception from the outside world and stuff like that i don't think i'm a juggalo by any means but i i think i'm i'm more in the same boat as as shmeev where i am at the point where i am a sympathizer but also an antagonist a little bit in some ways (laughs) um to juggalos but that's better than just being like yeah fuck juggalos because i got bullied by one in elementary school <laughs> you know what i mean that is better yeah i i always appreciate it. like 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 you brought up eric like i appreciate the juggalocialism like that's great that's really cool <laughs> shit and i always appreciate seeing things like the the classic uh story that like it was a fucking news article or something like that where it was like this guy uh like he was like a disabled kid who ended up going to a uh, gathering or whatever. And it's like they had like a literal picture under the headline of like a juggalette giving it lap dance. Just it's like, <laughs> feel welcome. It's like, <laughs> awesome. You're a fucking hero. <laughs> so so Aaron and Shmeev are juggalo allies, essentially. Yes. Yes. Happy yeah, I would Pride. say so. Yeah. 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 Happy Pride Month to all the juggalos out there. Uh, I wish LGBT there was a juggalo UIAJ. month. Oh, that could be a thing. Could be a thing. It should not be a thing. <laughs> so, uh, Mike and Shmeev, we have pondered this many times, and this is an actual honest question. Uh, you know, we kind of joke about it, but we're actually serious as well. Is there a non-binary form of Juggalo and Juggalette? I, I know that back whenever, I'm not sure if you if you guys had checked it out, but the um, at the gathering in, I think it was 2002, Violent J 
had like their seminar and this was on they, they ended up putting it on the um on like the Wraith the Wraith yeah stuff like that he he did say that like he never intended for Juggalo to be like a male form because they never came up with the term Juggalette it was fans mm. who did and he was like you know I don't really care for that like I, and he said he said quote I mean I'd rather fuck a Juggalette than a Juggalo but of course he did. I've heard. Is that I've a surprising s- quote at this point? <laughs> no, no. And this is 2002. You know, Diamond Rain. Right. I'm going to say the f bomb so many yeah. freaking times yeah. on my album. Yeah. So Juggalo to me, I think is is just the most generic term that somebody's going to use. I've literally seen people like women who identify as Juggalos because they say, "I hate the term Juggalette because it makes me. It, it sounds like." like another term for like a hoe or a skank. And I'm like, okay, I, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I totally understand that. So if, if someone, if, if per, a person of however they identify as, if they just use juggalo, then that's going to be what they go by. And I don't think somebody's going to be like, no, fuck you. You can't say juggalo because you're <laughs> right. You don't identify as a man or yeah. something like that. <laughs> I said, uh, as, as, as a joke, uh, at some point, I think on one of our episodes, I did use the term juggalenby, uh, but I also understand yeah. that non-binary people do not all necessarily appreciate the, the term NB because for a variety of reasons, but I did throw it out there once. I'm That's pretty sure on it. one episode I've said jugga thems. I just came um, to that episode yeah. actually. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember if Eric kept it in or not. Though. Yeah. It's yeah. There. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good, J- good, jug- good. Jug- jug- they. I, I yeah. think was yes. also there. Yeah. For me, Juggalo is probably so just Juggalo. The, uh, I think, yeah, I think Juggalo, with. and that, to- that makes total sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Next question. Are Juggalos a gang or a family? Also, if they're a family, who's the mom and who's the dad? Um, they they are and are not a gang as is necessary for ICP for either uh, promotional or legal purposes. Correct. That's the correct answer. Yes. yes. That, that, that's <laughs> seriously about as best as it can be. Yeah. I mean, it's it's bad enough whenever, you know, ICP started out as gang members. Right. Yeah. The answer and is like really they're not, but they they want it to they want the the accoutrement. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. it's just the problem of in so many areas where there just happen to be a lot of juggalos that do very stupid shit. Those are the ones that obviously are getting targeted as, you know, oh, well, they're, you know, breaking car windows and shit, and they're all wearing the same logo. Clearly, they must be a gang. Right. And obviously, it does give a bad rep, but it's the people themselves who are not doing themselves any favors. Oh, so you um, heard it here. Whenever... Juggalo Judgment confirms ICP is a gang, not a family. <laughs> the, the worst part was whenever that... um when the FBI did that, um, the gang classification, I think it was in 2010 or 2011, something like that. Mm. Literally that same year, I had just gotten a Juggalo tattoo. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this is great timing. Good, <laughs> I mean, good yeah. The, I think the really important question with regards to them being a gang or a family, is there, can those not both be true at the same time? I uh, mean, like, was... Have to be a pretty big family. If was the Manson gang. family also a gang? It's a they figurative like a real family. family. Correct. Not an actual family. That's a that's a metaphorical family. I suppose a gang yeah. could be a metaphorical family. I mean, the family. Fast and Furious guys, they uh, were they're family. a familia. Yeah. They're a familia. That's 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 the most accurate we can be, I guess. So okay, so but if uh so but who's honestly, the mom and dad? Mom and yeah, who's dad. the mom and dad? Um Jump Steady's the dad. And the mom. 
And honestly, yeah, I mean, he does everything. He yeah. carries he carries the the whole label on his shoulders. Like that's uh, okay. What are your juggalo names? And also, what are our juggalo names? We'll have to get to that name generator. Uh, uh, get <laughs> oh, get God, it. To, I about the name generator. We'll have to get it to work four times before it calls one of us some <laughs> some, some some homophobic shit. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> All right. Good enough. Mike, how did you become the straight edge juggalo with the in your title? It almost sounds as if you're the only one. Does that mean that I have to break edge if I claim juggalo or that I can never claim juggalo? He's also been considered the original straight edge juggalo at times. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's true. Your Twitch name is the original SEJ. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, that is true. Um, so that happened because I had actually declared straight edge before I was a juggalo. I declared straight edge in, in 2006 and I had never seen anybody else who was a juggalo say that they were straight edge because most people just have like, most people are like, oh yeah, I'm twisted serial killer Matt or whatever. Like everybody has their (laughs) juggalo names and I'm like, okay, that's, that's boring. Like, I'm going to do something that is representative of me. And it's like, oh, straight edge and juggalo. It's almost like it's a walking contradiction because I don't know any, like, from what I see, like, juggalos are either, like, smoking weed at the least or drinking or something like that. So it was like, I'm just going to say I'm straight edge juggalo. And I've had so many people early on give me so much, like, pushback on that, saying, like, oh, you have to at least smoke weed. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to. You can be mad about it. I don't care. So then I, then in more recent years... In more recent years, I've started seeing more people say, like, that they're straight edge, which I think is awesome, and they're claiming Juggalo, which is awesome. And I'm like, well, I didn't see anybody else doing it back when I started, so that's why, like, some of my handles on, on, on places are the original straight edge Juggalo. Fair enough. Maybe it's maybe of it's your era. Of like, you know what? You yeah. know what, Eric? You lost out, pussy. Right. You know, the funny thing, though, is that when when we got into ICP, everybody I knew that was listening to them were kids in the hardcore scene and hardcore bands and stuff. For the most part, a lot of them were straight edge. So it wasn't a weird thing. Uh, but I, that, I mean, when I talk about growing apart, there was a point where, like, they started shifting and it was, like, about you know, smoking weed and stuff. And I was like, oh, this ain't me. And I've, you know, I have no problem with somebody doing that. If you just want to smoke weed, fuck it, smoke weed. I don't care. And I've gotten over it with ICP as well. Like I've learned to accept that. Violet J seems a little burnt out these days and I wish he was as sharp as he was back then. But hey, I want everybody to do what makes them happy. If you're not hurting anybody else, fuck it. But I do think that the concept of straight edge juggalo in the 90s was not a bizarre thing. So... Uh, of your era, I will accept that answer. Okay, correct answer. I'm gonna, okay. Aaron, give him a point for that one, please. Okay, point for that one. I'll go ahead and write that down. Thank you. Um, and then you brought up Mike. Uh, some I'm assuming random name that you came up uh, with, Twisted Serial Killer Matt. Or yeah, that, that was just you know? that was just compl- no, no, that, that was, was random. Just okay, ra- random. I have decided that I am deeming. Schmeev's juggalo name is Twisted Serial Killer Schmeev because about three days a week, I get an off-brand cereal ASMR um, as he pours cereal into a bowl in the mornings on a Discord call. So Schmeev is now Twisted Serial Killer Schmeev. I'm here for it. All right. 
Uh, okay, which former psychopathic artist do you wish was still on the roster, and which psychopathic artist do you wish had never been on the roster in the first place? This is a tough one because if I if I give any of the answers of like some artists that I like, it means that I'm pulling them away from their good pals over at Magic Ninja. <laughs> that's that's not entirely true. And and they're good over there. <laughs> Um, yeah, seriously, anybody who left uh, Psychopathic to go to Magic Ninja has probably done some of the best stuff that they've ever done. Agreed. Fully agreed. Um, well, I mean, ABK, so uh, he's like... In between. He's like never really been officially... Yeah, he's, he's, like he's the still allowed walker. to do whatever the hell he wants. He is not officially on Psychopathic anymore. Okay. As of as of like last year, he and uh, ICP straight up said that they and Weejimac are the only people who are still on Psychopathic Records. Oh. So ABK is not, and he was literally just on Magic Ninja's newest release that came out uh, yesterday. You know what? Um, is Hoodoo not advice. on Psychopathic anymore? He is affiliated, but he is apparently not officially on the label. Interesting. Which is, which is crazy because the album he came out with last year was a work of goddamn art, and I don't understand why Psychopathic wouldn't have wanted to put it out on their label. <laughs> I want Breed back to life on oh, man that on on, so on the label good. because like we we listened to his album and like well in the gen in general i feel like it was kind of like a middle of the road album uh everything that he's done like in guesting stuff has all been fucking gold it's yeah. been so goddamn good his his vocals uh with blaze on it was too many bitches is so Sorry. good so you um, want breed back on the label that's that's the artist you would choose M yes. MC Breed has to be alive and, and back on yes, the Yes, alive and back on site. We, hey, living and dead is not uh, even a factor here. Who That's do you true. wish they had That's never true. signed? Um, I'll let you go first. I, I'll Mike. let Mike answer while I think about my, my okay. second part. So first off, um, artists that I think never should have signed, Cole 187, because his Violent J has this terrible, terrible obsession with I really love these artists that were making super awesome gangster rap whenever we were younger. Yeah. It would be so cool if we had them on our label. That happened with Isham. And then that happened with Cole 187. And his record, which was meant to be a trilogy, flopped. And his album was partially a catalyst of why Twisted Left. So I wish that that album didn't happen there's a couple good songs on there and the, the concept of the album is very cool where they took instrumentals from prior psychopathic releases and he just rapped over them like Rida style but it, it's ultimately very disappointing especially because they hyped him up so much as for the artist who i wish never left and this is kind of very bittersweet in a weird way is young wicked and it's only because they put so much stock in him and he was going to be the future of Psychopathic Records. And his, if you want to call it a mistake, his choices, I think, have ultimately put Psychopathic in a very, very low place now than what they would have been had he still been around. Yeah. I just um, wish Young Wicked was still producing for ICP. I, I haven't gotten there yet, but did you enjoy what he did on, like, Missing Link? Fuck yes. Bound? Fuck like, yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. He, he did Thank great you. work. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I... I have very strong attachment to those albums, and I know a lot of people didn't care for them, but his his production is exquisite, and the stuff that he does for Magic Ninja is incredible. Yep. Like I don't know if you've if you've taken time to check out any of their stuff in recent years that they that he has helped 
put together, but I think he's so talented. He can produce, he can rap his ass off and he can actually hold a tune pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, him, him leaving him, his decisions uh, were <laughs> the biggest divide in juggalo history yeah. uh, at this juncture. So that's why no secret wish, on this end uh, that uh, I love the magic ninja AMB and young wicked stuff. Like I don't even care for the psychopathic stuff, but once they went to magic ninja, I think they have released nothing but like solid, awesome music. I like, uh, I, I remember you pointing that out. I, I heard that on a recent episode and I actually really enjoyed blood in blood out, which we, which we just had release uh, mm-hmm. recently. I, I liked it way more than I remembered. And uh, the Garcia brothers, I thought was a very solid record. Some good stuff. On um, that. Yeah. It's, I mean, the track that they did with ABK is just, just wow, chef's kiss, but that's because ABK <laughs> works pretty well with damn near anybody. True. Um, but yeah, I, I digress. Shmeev, Shmeev, go, go. Uh, I, I wish uh, Sin was never on the label. <laughs> I wish they would have spent <laughs> yeah. five seconds looking for another singer <laughs> who could actually write a song as well as sing. I think Aaron would probably agree. And I think I will too. I want Zug Island to have still happened, but I don't want it to be. Oh, why? Sing. Well, it would have been Violent <laughs> you know, J singing, so it, no, that would have well, been. I would also no, take I that. I'd take that as well. Go no. for it. Uh, but I mean, look, um, no, I mean, had they had they just found another singer who, after he left, after after like Violent J stopped writing for Zug Island, he could just write a fucking song. Well, that would be great because Sin can't write a song. But I mean, they have that really good cover of Another Brick in the Wall. Cl- clearly. Sin rewrote the lines incredibly well, right? Oh right, no! Right, right, Shmeev, you're, you're holding. You're holding. Oh, uh, well, that was a no, lot. Chugging water from a stein. <laughs> At least I thought it was water. Was it would be badass if that was vodka from a pitcher. <laughs> if you if you just if you just downed that vodka from a stein just well, flawlessly. Not vodka, but ah, it wasn't that either. It was just water. I was about to say, uh, <laughs> even worse. I, I, I did not down my, my straight tequila here, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've, for the most part, stayed away from other, like, listening to anything else from Psychopathic or even Magic Ninja uh, for the pure purposes of one day we might want to review this, and I'd like to still, still keep the premise of I'm going in fresh kind of thing. <laughs> Fair, 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 fair. And no joke, whenever we we'll, we'll receive like emails or somebody will message us about like, oh, well, yeah, well, when are you going to do this and this and this? And I'm like, shush. I want Shmeev to not know anything because I want right. him to go completely blind. And then I can, you know, come in with, with the nuggets of knowledge and be like, oh, this happened because of this. And he'll be like, what? Which only happens occasionally now because now more people are <laughs> occasionally listening and, and throwing stuff our way. I mean, I don't retain <laughs> most of the information. I mean, I mean, the most that I get, sometimes I will actually check a Wikipedia if I'm really curious about something. Like if I hear something in a song and I'm like, oh, that's giving me a little hint of something. What's up with that? I might look into it myself, but for the most part, I, I don't remember any of the stuff that people say to us as far as the weird happenings of Psychopathic or I just... Oh, it's one, I remember one it. out the other. Yeah, yeah I, or I remember it, and I'm like, I apply it to some other time, and I'm like, did that happen now? And you're like, that's not for another ten years. Stop it. And, <laughs> and, and that's, and also because of that, like, we don't really talk about the stuff we're listening to prior to recording. Like, occasionally I'll be like, okay, this is an interesting record. Like, give me a, a little bit of what you're thinking whenever you do your first listen, because we try and do like three of them. 
And sometimes he just shuts me down. He's like, no, I'll, I'll, you'll hear. You'll hear when we start recording. <laughs> we like, try to never let each other know. Yeah, we try to keep it yeah, a secret. Yeah, we, we, we try and go. Yeah, we try and keep our cards. There's some times <laughs> where we're like, hey, I just <laughs> yeah. did my first listen. <laughs> Did you? Oh, if not, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> just like stuff like that. Every I once in a while. More recently, more often than uh, than back in the day. But you know, uh, <laughs> I, I have several times been like, I don't want to do two more listens of this, but I'll, I'll yeah. push through it. Hi, super villains. <laughs> just okay. So I didn't actually give three listens to super vil- super villains. I I openly not. If you want to hear a great episode, go listen to a super villains episode. Uh, I listened to it one time and. Uh, then did my own thing. I think I, I think I did the listen most, to that one. I, I think I listened to it like the day it came out on Valentine's Day. Uh, yeah, I think I did listen to that one. Yeah, because I, I, I briefly remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers, I did not review Supervillains. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, a, a few very important questions for you. Uh, okay. We'll go quickly through these. For all okay. three of you, bang, bang, pow, pow, boom, boom. The Ringmaster, Willoughby Rags, and the great Malenko. Who would you bang, bang, pow, pow, and boom, boom? Uh, bang, bang, obviously meaning to shoot, pow, pow, meaning to punch, and boom, boom, obviously meaning to take a shit on them. Is that where we landed when we did bang, bang, <laughs> I pow, think, pow, boom, boom? I think we did, yes. I thought I thought one of them was oh. to fuck one of them. Well, Are boom, you sure? Bang, bang is fuck, bang, bang pow, is pow, pow is punch, boom, boom is shit. There you go. Yeah, boom, boom is take a shit on them. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so mm-hmm. oh. So between Ringmaster, Rags, yeah, Ringmaster, w- Willoughby yeah, Rags, Ringmaster. Great Malenko. Okay, uh, I would, I would bang the Great Malenko because he had, mm. he has like those interesting. He could like dur- during that time he could like show me the future of like or like the possible future of better sex that I could have been having <laughs> that, than uh, what I'm having right now. Yeah. Nice, perfect. Um, yeah, based on based on the Pendulum comic, we know that that's something he can do. Yeah, well, so, based on based on just like the the, the track. Well, it was Halls uh, of Illusion. Halls of Illusion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's like the whole thing. I okay, I agree with that one. Um, um take a shit on Willoughby Rags. Yeah, with his like magical Willoughby bag Rags. of poop, he can just add to it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Very true. That's fair. And honestly, whatever comes out of my asshole. Uh, would fit right in line with uh, his magical bag of poop. I think that's fine. Uh, and so, so you're going to pow pow the ringmaster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like we're unanimous on that one. So we're what kind of? I would bang bang Willoughby Rags. Yeah, we're rags heads. Rags. We are big rags, <laughs> rags heads. Heads over here. Yeah, yeah I know. I know you yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I I also agree with the logic behind boom boom Willoughby Rags. That's that's fair. That's fair. Uh, right. Yeah, it makes sense. Who would you rather make out with, Jake or Jack? Uh, I don't remember who's who. Which one's I think throwing? Jack is the angry face one. Right. That's correct. Jake. Jack, Jake Jack is of your kindness. Jake catch one more. Ja- right. Jack. Jack is Jack. Uh, it'd be Jack. Yeah, Cause, uh, cause... because he's the one who's like throwing them, and I, I'd like to just, like slow him down, have have less stuff to throw at my boy Jake, because he's he's holding up my soul there. That's important. Fair. Fair. No, wait. Jake is. Jake throw Jack throw another Jake catch one more is that it? I mean they're juggling back and forth. They're both juggling your Jake your is deeds. trying to fuck up Jack and send you to hell. I thought it was the other way around. I think they're both trying to juggle all of your deeds and when there are too many bad deeds well 
things one go of them, wrong. One's throwing one good, one's throwing bad. Extra, well, what one's adding extras to the juggling and, of the other one. Guys, keep in mind, you're making out with this individual, so you got to be attracted to them in some way. Oh, Which one's hot? Wait, yeah. that's got to be hot they're, or not. They're both hot. They are fire. They are yeah, literally the awesome. flame on a candle. But one's smiling and one's scowling. So do you want to, I mean, are you trying you know to have what? like a hate makeout or a happy makeout? <laughs> That's okay. No, that's the thing. The one who's trying to fuck up the other one and send my soul to hell, that's the one I make out with so that they, they're, they're less yeah. likely to throw more shit at the, at the flames. Genius. Also, see, there we go. Also, they're happy. I'm not looking to, Guys, I'm not looking to fix anybody. You, you heard it here first. The JJ boys <laughs> are so confident in their kissing abilities that they would save the day through a mere makeout sesh uh, and and save their soul from going to hell. Save the day. The JJ boys are good kissers. This is canonical. Uh, we're going to find out right after this. So you, you, you said it, not me. <laughs> JJ boys. Put a commercial in here. You've released 80 some episodes. We've released about 55. Does this make this episode our shared 125th episode? Yes. Okay. We should literally, that's the title of it now. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. 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 Should we, uh, should we? I'm going to call it episode 125. 125? Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Sounds good. Sounds good. I'm actually going to hold this episode until we get to 125. (laughs) Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. The lot. This is going to be the lost tapes. (laughs) Oh, God. So, Shmeev, in April of this year, you took uh, an extended vacation for the whole month. Where was your beach house located? Uh, It's an undisclosed location. Uh, no one's ah. allowed to know where the uh, Schmieberger in Paradise Bar and Grill and Juggalo Rehabilitation Relocation Center is located. Oh, okay. Okay. Were there only four albums in that beach house, or was there a huge collection that you chose from? <sighs> we had to leave a lot behind uh, from the evacuation at the end of the month, um, but uh, it's still waiting there. It's still waiting there. There's there's plenty more to, to pull out of that vault. I see. Okay. Mike was there with you. Was he on vacation or taken hostage? I don't consider it hostage. Uh, I consider him to to have been there for uh, again rehabilitation and relocation. Week three was hostage mode. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you're saying uh, he was taken, like Liam Neeson's daughter in the movie Taken. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, to to whoever his Liam Neeson is, it was a hostage situation. <laughs> but but to the rest of us, it was just a vacation. Uh, who is your Liam Neeson, Mike? Oh, uh, who's who's the person who had to save me from it? Who would be the one that would leave the threatening, I have a particular set of skills, <laughs> voicemail or call, whatever. It's been a while since I've watched the movie, the film. Oh, man. Um, I, I don't know. It's I, uh, I don't think that I have anybody like that. You didn't Shit, fill out a, an emergency contact form when y'all started this podcast? <laughs> no, Liam no, no. has my emergency contact yes. and I have his. Correct. Right. Just in case anything goes wrong in the podcast. <laughs> yes. No, I didn't get that okay. far. I have not planned adulthood out that well, so. Gotcha. See, the unfortunate thing is he was kidnapped by his Liam Neeson. Oh, okay. oh no. That's, that's the problem. That's the problem. Uh, okay, gents, if we combined our shows into one super show called Judging Your Pee with Jugs of Wee. By what criteria would we judge those jugs of pee? (laughs) Perfect. How angry are you that the Mayans got it wrong? Mayans got it fucking wrong. We heard it. Like, Uh. how many times? 
It's like they they got it fucking wrong. I'm still reeling over it. It's been nine years. Like, god damn it, Mayans, get your shit together. That's you know, glad, glad they got it wrong. They good, got good it on. wrong. You know what? We all we all have our off days. That was their one, one and only. They've never been wrong since. And to the listeners of ICUP with we. If you thought we were over with that joke, we're fucking not. <laughs> Still going. It is the it is the greatest bit, and it is the only bit that's going to survive till the end of the podcast. Uh, let me throw to you guys. Um, what do you think of Dead Body Man? The song? Yeah. yeah. I fucking love the song Dead Body Man. Uh, but not the sequels, not two or three. Dead Body Man <laughs> was an important oh, song for me because... <laughs> Mike's gone. It was one of the first songs for me that when I heard it, I went, oh, shit, they're not just being goofy. They're sneaking a message in here. They're they're like, oh, let me say all this ridiculous stuff. And then at the end, they're like, this is an animal rights message, just so you know. And I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, fuck, fuck, yes. And I think every, uh, every vegan kid back then that was listening to ICP was like, yep, you got me. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the thing about uh, Dead Body Man, which <laughs> we we gave it so much criticism and got a two star iTunes review because of it. Oh no! Because I thought it was kind of mediocre. Yeah, and they were like, <laughs> they don't even get Dead Body Man, which is a classic ICP song. It is. Like okay, I'm like okay. However, I totally believe that the remix on Murder Mix Volume One, Mikey Clark's Murder Mix Volume One is a work of goddamn art and Shmeev never believes me whenever I'm like yo this remix of a song is very very good and he's like no the fuck it's not it's mashed up with Rock the Dead right yes and it's actually and it's pretty good so damn good it is it's pretty good yeah, so I do, when I do like there, Rock the Dead so I mean this one has hope but he also told me that the remix of Hocus Pocus was good so good oh the remix of Hocus Pocus the, the Nevins mix is awesome there we thank you thank you trash do they perform the regular version at shows no it's the nevins version that's right so bad yeah they say themselves they say themselves we don't like when other people remix our shit but this version's good that 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 was the radio version that's that is the definitive version of hocus pocus Garbage. It also makes the video so much better. If you were to put the regular version on there and just speed it up to be at the at the same like speed, it wouldn't look it wouldn't be as good in that music video. The music video is perfect with that version of the song. For sure. Absolutely for sure. Next question. And mm-hmm. this one is an important one. Have you figured out the banker's offer algorithm on deal or no deal? Also, who is your favorite model? Name or case number is acceptable. Let me look this up real quick. Um, I know nothing. No it's been deal. so long since I've seen Deal or yeah. No Deal. No Deal. Models. There we go. Models. There we go. Uh, 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 Would oh, you can... like Deal or No Deal more if it was a dozen Howie Mandel's in dresses holding cases uh, oh, yeah, rather than good. just one Howie Mandel? I think but the more Howie Mandel's you have, the better. Yeah. He has to have different wigs. Oh, Laura Shields. I judge good. every game show uh, based on how many Howie Mandels are on it. <laughs> so there's two good game shows out there to you, and that's it. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Perfect. And 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 all of them are just okay because there's only one Howie Mandel mm-hmm. uh, on those two. So they're just like even then they're just like okay game shows. Yeah, I like this picture of Mahogany Locks. 
That's very nice. Okay. I don't know what case she, I don't know what case she has. Yeah, I, I find, who's got I case seventeen? See that that would be that would be the key, uh, because obviously you are um, a follower of QAnon, and seventeen is your call sign. <laughs> I did just listen to that episode. <laughs> we we got some heat about that. Time already. Yeah, yeah. That's why I told y'all that that episode came out. Yes, what two days ago? As of this recording, yeah. uh, it might be our most divisive episode yeah. yet already. Yeah. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> and not because like people thought the album was good. <laughs> just because, right? Because of goofy fucking song. Let's see. Because of the QAnon oh, song, I, I think I know the exact song that you're talking about too. Was it? Was it uh, Hawking? It is. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jiggles gave us some info. <laughs> he was pissed about that song. That was one of the first uh, yeah. emails he ever sent us. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. uh, K17 oh. is Janelle Brown Marino, so that's your choice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of debate about whether Jesus. pineapple belongs on pizza. But do you think putting a slice of pizza in a glass of pineapple fago would make it better? Depends on what the toppings of the pizza are initially. I mean, anything. Garbage, fago, mud. Because are we looking to is quite nice. Are we looking to improve the fago yes, or the pizza? Yes, the fago. Okay, okay. I would say the most, the easiest way to improve that would be putting a piece of pizza that only has ham on it into the pineapple fago Aaron, that's it that. because then that. you're you're that's the key yeah it's it's a whole it, it, but at that point it's still hawaiian pizza it's just the pineapple part is liquefied and a lot more than what it would be if it was just pineapple i think if you were to sure. squeeze a slice of pizza hut pizza and get all that like cheese grease but just and, the oil like, maybe and a little bit of yeah, yeah, and get some of that in there. Maybe, maybe that could do something. If you got pepperoni on it, some extra extra grease from the pepperoni that could add a, add a little bit of a kick to the flavor. I could see it. All see right. It. So, so that's right. so that's what that's I have a to do. Text. Next time I get uh, a pineapple fago, I'm gonna order me some some pizza from Pizza Hut. Yeah, and just and just and just wring out my pizza. Yep, over my glass of. That's it. Just being a pizza from Pizza Hut. They had a very very limited run Detroit style pizza. That was fan fucking tastic. I was what only able Detroit to order it pizza? twice, so it's like a uh, it's like a pan pizza. In the fact okay. that it's it's like this thick, right? Uh, <laughs> again, guys, for the listeners, this means nothing to you. You're not watching our video. Only we are. Uh, so just sit there and shut the fuck up for three seconds. Yeah, it's about this about this thick. It's very crispy crust because the cheese goes like all the way to the edge. And then those those pepperonis that actually cup up whenever they cook, you know which ones I'm talking about. Yeah. They they hold the grease, a little grease right. bowl. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, and then two lines of like sauce, so it goes like dough, cheese, pepperoni, sauce. It's a so, sweet sauce too. It's a fake Chicago style. Yeah, it's so very wait. much so fake so Chicago. Wait, wait. Yeah, it's so, Chicago so, meets like pan pizza. So the thing on top is not cheese; it's sauce. Right, yeah, yeah, you've lost me. Mike, you've lost me. Mike, this isn't Oof. an unfamiliar thing to you. We live in the area of people worshiping Frank's Pizza. This oh. is this is not new. It was good, guys. It was good. It, we have so two pizza places good. people give a shit about. It's Frank's and Police Station Pizza, and both of them are 
Okay. Yeah, they're definitely <laughs> it's like yeah. No, all the local pizza places around here are the same way. It's like, oh, this is pizza. This is fine. Yeah, no, it was it was fantastic. Detroit style pizza. They took it away. And for that, Pizza Hut will always be public enemy number one in my eyes. Oh damn. Wow. I, I you know, I feel like I, I would probably actually be into that. The reason why I wouldn't usually like something like that, especially Chicago style, is like Usually those are like the chunky kind of sauces and stuff. I don't yeah. like a lot. I don't like big ch- tomato chunks in my sauces and stuff. Like I like a smooth yeah. sauce. Yeah. No, I'm the same. So this this was completely su- smooth sauce. Nice. Whereas yeah. uh, puree yeah, Chicago is, is more like a chunky. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love so Chicago style pizza is probably my favorite type of pizza. My wife's from Chicago, so still has family and relatives that live up there. So I've had a fair amount in my day, and. Uh, I usually always pick out at least five chunks of tomato because I'm the same way. I don't really like chunky tomato in my oh sauce. Boy. You know, I was at the airport one time flying to Chicago and the person I was flying with said, hey, we should get pizza when we're there. And I was like, yeah, it's weird. I don't even know why they call it pizza. It's not that it's a bad food, but it's kind of a different thing. It's like a sort of pie. Not that a pizza isn't called a pie. but And this woman randomly that I didn't know, like angrily was like, well, what they have here sure as hell isn't pizza. And she was like freaking out because it was a woman flying back to Chicago where she was from and just jumped in on our conversation to tell me to fuck off because I made fun of Chicago pizza. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. It's, it's, it was Chicago just like Chicago style pizza is, is less good lasagna. Like It's kind of like basically lasagna. basically what that is. It's pizza lasagna. It's pretty, it's pretty lasagna. Right? Yeah. So, Eric, when you started that story, you said the person I was flying with, for some reason, my mind immediately thought... Random stranger sitting next to you inviting right. you to go get pizza <laughs> as soon as you yep. land. And I thought, that did you say fuck no? Who are you? You're weird? What what did you say? My my companion, my flying companion, the person that was okay, flying with yeah, me. Yeah. We weren't even on the plane yet. We were at the airport, like just just waiting for our flight, and this happened. A random woman <laughs> at the airport like freaked out on me. So <laughs> Okay, guys, I don't want to bring the conversation down, but I have a real question. I mean, all of these have been actual questions. These have all Uh, been very real and valid questions. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. This is something that Aaron and I have pondered many times. ICP does not stand for racism of any type. They are very vehemently against racism and racist language and activity. And they're smart enough that they do not say the N word in their songs and they don't make any type of racial slurs. Why do you think that in even some of their most recent albums that we are listening to right now, they don't understand that it isn't okay to make homophobic statements and use the F slur? I love this question. So, Mike, you're like, Mike, you're having a time over there. Do you want to talk or do you want just just real quick? I had not listened to Basement Cuts prior to listening to your show. So whenever you pointed out that Violent J dropped the N bomb in there, I was like, I'm sorry, fucking what? Yes, that did happen. Um. Here's here's the thing, you're you're gonna have fun when you get to the EP that came out recently ish. Oh God! <laughs> oh, I know uh, you what you're know talking what? about already. Are you talking Can about Yum Yum's lure? Yes. Okay. Can I be yeah. honest? You are the third person that's told me that. Oh fuck! Uh, oh fuck! And so oh, I that because it's my favorite yeah. song on the record. I fucking love it. But there's a part that I'm like. But, um, yeah. Man, I, I hope it's a revelation that Shaggy yeah, is was, actually gay. I was going to say, do you guys know Shaggy's <laughs> not gay? Shag, it's, it's a very, at the very end, Shag's like, hey, yo, by the way, I'm gay. 
and you then the what? song ends. You know what? Like, we 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 recently did FTFO, and he never once said anything saying that like he was he wasn't gay or you know all he does is is bang women. Never once said that on the entirety of Fuck the Fuck Off. So it's true. No, isn't there know, a line I, in one of the songs where he's talking about something and he says, "Make sure there's no." f-bombs around because he doesn't want them looking at him because of what he's Probably. doing and I, i'm pretty I, sure there's at least one he's, nah, he's dropped I, he's dropped an f-bomb or two on ftfo for sure yeah. uh but yeah well, so but like even then i feel like the fixation on him not being gay has also been more of a recent thing like it's ramped up i feel like yeah he's yeah. like really wants to make sure you know, you know he is not gay uh, I'm i'm very confused because I know that these these fine gentlemen, and this counts for both like ICP and also for Twisted, have really like reeled back on a lot of the stuff that they say in recent years, mostly. <laughs> but there are still instances where it's just happening. Like I think on one of the the recent Patreon streams, and I didn't watch it, so I can't say for sure. But like, I think that like Shaggy drops an f bomb on there, and both like. Jump steady and Jay looked at him like, yo, we don't say that. When in reality, you're still saying it on your album. So, you know, yeah. I guess in casual conversation, you're not saying it, but you can still put it on, you know, physical media to throw out there. I, I don't get it because they were so like, they didn't really say it early on. And then in 2002, when they have a gay producer, they're like, oh, we can say this now because it's yeah. our friend. God. Yeah, I, I um uh... I, I think I I think I talked about this extensively, maybe even on FTFO. I don't remember. I've talked about it on one of our episodes before where I, I feel like what happened with them was um you, you only kind of really understand something whenever it's something that you know personally. You know what I mean? Like you can kind of get an impression, especially back in the day, like the internet wasn't as much of a thing. We weren't as like closely connected and all of this stuff. So you weren't able to get these experiences in what feels like a personal manner. So you know, in that time, like, what's their what's their reference point for, like, gay people and stuff? And it's like, well, media. That's where we get... That's, like, our reference point for stuff that we're not personally familiar with. And so you kind of hear it in the way that they will throw that stuff around. A lot of times they seem to cast gay people in, like, this... It's it's in the same class as, like, ah, oh, those richie bitches and stuff like that kind of shit. And, you know, it's, it's, it's the view that you have. So they were kind of cast at, in the same crew as the bad people that they were always rapping about to begin with. And so I guess they just didn't feel as bad in that case because, you know, they can't imagine that there's also people who are listening to their music who are gay. It's no, it's 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 all of those ones who are the bad people already. So clearly not oppressed, not a bad thing to hate them. Now, you see, except Mike P. <laughs> I, well, I would accept if they said, hey, we were victims of hip hop culture. It was a word that everybody used to, uh, you know, sort of diss somebody who we thought was weak or lame in in the scene. And it doesn't have homophobic connotations. I, and, and they said, but we've stopped saying it like I would accept it. And I'd go, Okay, because, yes, I think there was a time, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago where that word was tossed around in a way that wasn't necessarily uh, leveraged at somebody that you thought was gay. It was just, you know, it, it was a diss. It was a way to diss somebody. However, 
and I've referenced it many times in our episodes. There is a, a interview with Violent J from just last year where he says, I was a fool for saying those things. I don't believe that. And the Juggalo community is all about acceptance. Whoever you are, you're accepted here. We're against racism. We're against all this stuff. But in a lot of their, even over the past three or four years songs, they not only use homophobic slurs, they directly make homophobic statements. They are saying things that are negative about people who are gay. And I don't get it. It hurts. It hurts yeah. to listen to. Yeah, I, mean, I was I was very appreciative of that interview and all that stuff. But then it's just like, now we're back to, you know, we're still stuck in like 06 or, so, or 05, 06. Right. And I'm yeah. just like... <sighs> <laughs> yeah yeah and and i i remember like because i i still listen to like eminem and he had a lot of flack on him from like 2017 or 2018 whenever kamikaze came out because he dropped uh, an f-bomb in the song fall that was that was edited and people went at him and and he like because it was a diss to tower the creator and he that he did the same thing of like you know it, it wasn't necessarily like meaning derogatory that he's gay it's it was being thrown just because it's a word we use as a diss it's like saying you're a bitch exactly yeah. exactly and the thing is is for me being such a a big fan of this music it's really a big like i have to separate like art from artist because they're being shitty people by still putting this stuff in the songs it's very rough for me whenever it's like you know these are songs that i would rap along to you know 10 plus years ago and i'm like maybe it's a song that i haven't listened to in a while and i'm there and i'm rapping along to it and i'm it it, it really is like the word's not cool now it wasn't cool then but now you have to be conscious of just just don't say it and right. that also goes for the people who are making this music like yeah. you can't say like oh yeah well i was dumb then whenever i was making this you know because it, it was talking about like you know his daughter asked him you know why yeah. do you why did you yeah. say this stuff you can't apologize for it then but continue to write it in your music exactly yeah. and like yeah. you have you have the time you're writing you can you can just erase it you cannot you can write yeah. something twisted, else twisted you know a lot of their early stuff prior to green book they were you know dropping the end uh, the end word yeah. in there yeah if you listen to them at shows now they change that word like they will Probably they will good. change it to a different to 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 a different term but blaze does that too which is great but the only time when I, ICP will change the word is in little something something when he says, you know, she couldn't be a day over 15 and now it's 18 or whatever. Yeah. Because that's the line that he's he's which is know, at ashamed least, of. At least that. But uh, I mean, I, they, I mean, even we're listening to uh, Forgotten Freshness Volume 6 and there's a few things on there that I'm like, hey, if you're going to re-release these songs, just edit, just edit those parts out and just go, hey, we don't want that. Yeah. They did it uh, on that one Vanilla Ice song where he said, bleep, lame, lyric, edit. Just fine, just do that and acknowledge that you're not cool with it. Which is yeah. interesting because it wasn't even their line. Right, it was somebody it else's wasn't line. The thing yeah. that they said it was somebody else's. Right. And I get why they removed it. Um, I don't listen to that version. I actually have the Vanilla yeah. Ice yeah. Uh, album, and I listened to that version of the song because they're saying it wasn't ICP saying it. It was a member of the Wu Tang Clan. Right. I get it, but it's. I think that they spent so long being censored by 
the the bigger labels like Island and whatnot, they were like, we're not editing ourselves anymore. But then they're being very contradictory of themselves and the things that they're saying. Very that still true. works me to this day. All right. Do you think we'll ever have a Juggalo president? Oh my god. Uh, what uh, if we already have? Well, that's a good question, and I thought have, about we that. Don't, we don't really know yet. We'd have to. We're gonna have to screen. I think. Um, I can. I can run in uh, twenty twenty eight. Okay. Um. So. You so, have my vote. So the answer is yes. <laughs> yes, we will absolutely one hundred percent. Guys, everybody, write in. Straight Edge Juggalo in 2028. Let's uh, <laughs> let's start now, guys. We need to start now. We need to start now. Let's get so, Mike Spawn the SEJ as, in the Oval Office. Yes. So real quick, real quick, as an aside from that, presidential seal replaced with a hatchet man. We we all we're all familiar with um with our our prior uh, commander in chief. Yes. Um, lovely catchphrase of of MAGA. Are you oh. familiar? Um, and this is mostly directed towards Eric. Are you familiar with uh, the rap artist The Joker? Yes. So with two R's. Yes. Okay. Are you aware of the project that he has been hyping since last year? It should be coming out soon. I've heard one or two uh, songs. There's videos on YouTube. So the the Make Juggalos Great Again? Yeah. Mijka? Yeah. M-M-M-G-M-J-G-A. Sure. Why not? This is, this is a guy who has dissed Juggalos in the past so much just a lot of people in the past so much but is now making a full project dedicated to the juggalo uh the juggalo world and i am 100 percent for it like i used to think that this guy was a joke and then i decided to actually listen to his shit and i think he's very very talented it's pretty good but i think that using the term uh just just repurposing maga for make juggalos great again were juggalos ever great in the first place yes no. Okay. Ma- no. <laughs> um, was there a time when Juggalos were great? If so, when? And and can they be made great again? If if not, I feel like that, honestly, that, guys, I think this release is going to be huge. No, stop. Stop. <laughs> uh, Aaron, I have a question for you now. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Which do you think we would score lower? A Violent J Michael Jackson cover album or a Violent J Pearl Jam cover album? Oh my God. Okay. We would definitely score, uh, I think, a Pearl Jam cover album lower. It's probably because I'd be a little bit more uh, harsh. Okay. Mike, on you, that. You seem to have a thought as well. I was just curious. So, so you are aware of the, the couple songs that Jay has done? Yes. Of, 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 the, of both of those artists? Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I wasn't sure because I, I didn't know if you had. I, I had Wait, recently... hold on. We listened to the Michael Jackson one yesterday. Shout out. Honestly, yeah. I think, yeah, honestly, I think it was Stanky Biscuits that posted it, it in the Discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how, and, and I sent it to Eric. I was like, you gotta fuck it. Like, you, uh, he covered a Pearl Jam song as well. Well, sort of. This is not for you. Like, kind of covered it, like, remade it, reimagined yeah. it. Yeah, uh, the Jay's Rock Project song, I think yeah. is what it was. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think we'd be way harsher on the Pearl Jam cover. You're actually honestly. wrong. Uh, uh, they would both get 1.5 Fagos, both. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. See, I'd uh, I'd be reviewing them exclusively on how well Mike P covers solos in them. Ah, uh-huh. actually, who would who would be covering the solos in that? Like, because I I'd, I'd want to hear uh, whoever the fuck is doing the beat it solo and also the various Pearl Jam ones. I'm a big I, 
I like uh, Pearl Jam's guitar work. It, it would I just think Mike it, would. I think Mike P would slay that. It would just be uh, Straight Jacket and Violent J in a room together for three weeks recording these songs. It wouldn't be. <laughs> that's that, that, that's gone. Honestly, that, let's get. Let's oh, is is Straight Jacket out of the picture? Thing, huh? We're not there yet. We're not to the point Mike where Straight Jacket's oh, out of the picture. Sorry. What? Yeah, let's get I'm let's sorry. get San, let's get Santa in on this Pearl Jam cover, right, Schmeev? Let's do it. <laughs> it's it's a Violent um, J solo album, but it's just Sin singing all the songs. But it's Sin singing every song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm all for that. I want oh. that now. Well, shit. No, I do. I do want to hear uh, an off pitch Violent J. Even flow. <laughs> Here's the thing. I feel like he could he could he could get that. Just just. That'll work. Him trying to do more Michael Jackson at this at, at no. his current age, nah, nah, that's not working for him. Violent I mean, Jay singing sometimes can, when it's in the proper range and mixed properly, yeah. it can actually be awesome. But when he just like lets loose and he's like, "Fuck it, it's karaoke night," I, I just can't yeah. handle it. Yeah. I want to hear Violent Jay doing all of Eddie Vedder's like uh, like ad libs and stuff. All the that, that's what I want. And that stuff, yeah. Yeah, uh, you guys, freeze, <laughs> freezing. Rest his head on a netting made of concrete. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Violent J, make it happen. I want to hear. No, I know you're. I know I want, you're listening. I want the, no, I want the ICP cover of the Pearl Jam cover of Last Kiss. Just give me that. There, there it that is. might there actually is. happen, but the one I most want to hear is Black. I want to hear Violent J cover Black and just see how that turns out. <laughs> yeah. It could be something. All right, guys. My little sister has had numerous brain surgeries. This is a true story. Because of this, she spent a lot of time in the hospital connected to an intracranial pressure monitor, which the doctors and nurses call an ICP monitor. Does that make her a juggalo? I mean, I feel like she does does kind of owe a lot to ICP in that fashion. It's actually um, true. Um, I, you, uh, one could say that ICP single-handedly saved her life. Yeah, I'm very thankful yeah. to them for creating that monitor. So uh, yeah. we'll we'll count her a juggalo just it being thankful. So. Now, uh, okay, question about the acronym ICP. Objectively, inner city posse or insane clown posse? Which Which name do you like best? Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, yeah, probably that. Because because if they didn't do that, they would have stopped making uh, music in the mid '90s, hands down. Yeah, probably without that, without the that's, without that's the carnival probably coming true. to them. Yeah, but probably it. Inner City Posse got the dog beats. ICP. ICP. They we got, got the dog, dog beats. Right. Personally, I uh, I'm glad that they didn't stop making music in the '90s. But I think Inner City Posse is a fucking sick ass name it rolls it's off the tongue good. better actually it, it does yeah it, i think it does yeah you can you true. can rapid fire that one better yeah. than saying clown. yeah in the flows it just it kind of fits in uh aaron did you have any other questions because i've got one more but i'm gonna let you interject if you've got any um, any yeah, so i i saw that you missed a couple very very important ones yes here, feel free um that we have written down what is your go-to breakfast uh, if you had to pick between nuts or bags, nuts obviously meaning donuts and bags obviously meaning bagels. Obviously, right, right. Oh, it's it's nuts easily. Mike Come eats on. nuts. Okay, yeah. probably go with a go with a bags thing. Can't have that much uh, that much sugar in the morning. 
Nice. And Schmeev is slurping down them bags. Munching bags, eating some nuts. Perfect. That's a good one. That one was important. I I did skip over a few. So if there was anything that you like, that's important. um, One one more that we actually don't have written down. We're going to do another bang, bang, pow, pow, boom, boom. Okay. Okay. All right. So bang, bang, pow, pow, boom, boom. Rice University. Jasmine Rice. Condoleezza Rice. Okay. Bang, bang, Condoleezza Rice. All day long. All, all day. I go to bed, and the oh second my, my eyes close, I'm bang, bang, and Condoleezza Rice. Uh, uh, I guess, I guess, pow, pow, the university, Rice University, and take a shit on Jasmine Rice. It's delicious. It'd probably still be good, even if you shit on it. Hey, Jasmine Rice there. is pretty good. <laughs> Gonna... I feel like I just gotta I, I just gotta copy copy the homework there. That's that's probably okay. the, the best bet for me. Yeah, yeah, honestly. I mean maybe not maybe not shitting on the jasmine rice. I'd probably punch the jasmine rice. Get <laughs> tenderize you need to tenderize your rice. It's very important. Many people don't know that. They talk about rinsing rice, that's yeah, also Yeah, rinsing important. it is, is you gotta the rinse thing you the really starch out of it and all that stuff, but you also need to tenderize your rice before. I, I pictured you punching the cooked it, rice it just cheap. just a <laughs> Just mashing it into the bowl as it's cooked. (laughs) So the final question. Oh, yeah. Okay. So one last question here. In like 1999, uh, one time I was at Best Buy with my friend and it was actually the one near South Hills Village Mall. And I'm pretty sure we were there to buy the first mindless self-indulgence CD. But while we were there, uh, we saw this girl wearing a fuck off shirt, right? And so my friend points at her shirt and goes, hey, I have that CD. And she looks at her shirt, which clearly has the album cover on it. And she looks at him and goes, what CD? What a stupid fucking dumb poser bitch, right? (laughs) And that's the question. (laughs) Now, I have a question for you. Uh, I'm going to fire back with, did that happen? Yeah. Okay. That is as real as it could possibly be. Eric, you know what would have been funny is if your friend looked at that shirt and said, you like Shaggy 2 Dope? Name five times he said he's not gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this 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 went way off the rails, exactly how I expected. Swimmingly. It went yeah. swimmingly. Yeah. Yes. I was, it was it was you know it was uh, it was about as perfect as I thought it wouldn't be. Um <laughs> and and that's okay. Can I be honest? Uh, Eric does a very good job of editing out whenever we get off the rails too too hard, uh, and I do a very good job of just yanking us off the rails. That's true. Uh, but mm-hmm. I I think I I, I sat back. Uh, I did not get us too far off the rails this episode, and for that I'm proud of myself. You know we we hit all the important parts. We had we had Condoleezza Rice in there. Very important. Can't miss that. Like. And that's it. That's the that's the most important thing that we have to make sure we hit. Yeah. I I just want to stress that I I feel I'm disappointed in myself that I I was not aware of you guys any sooner because I would have loved to a have been a person to be like, "Hey, if you need any more of this music to review, I own like 80% of it. <laughs> By all means, I'll send it your way." And also be a person who constantly yells at you saying, "You guys are wrong." factually and your opinions are wrong um i wish i could have done that a lot sooner uh than when i than than when we finally did 
but I, I actually have I legitimately have one uh, one question for you guys, and that's in the course of you guys doing this, and I, I think mostly this is going to be directed towards uh, Aaron. Have you guys come across an album that maybe you didn't really care for during the course of, of you guys doing your show, but you kind of decided to just give it one more shot after you've covered it? Like this, this is similar in the vein of me saying like, oh man, if I can get Shmeev to list to, to add a song to his normal playlist, right. I love that. So, but is there anything that you were like, eh, I don't really care for this, you know? And then you're like, maybe I'll give it another shot, you know? Maybe did you decide that you know, oh, I was wrong about how I felt about the Amazing Jekyll Brothers? It's actually one of their best albums ever. I, I knew this was it. I knew that was where it was going. <laughs> <laughs> so we were, uh, we we have had brief discussions of the possibility of opening it up to people to tell us what are like two opinions that we've had that you've dis- disagreed with the most and we'll go back and review. Yeah. Kind just of revisit stuff. And, and I've, I've, I've done a pretty good job of if somebody reaches out, out to us on Twitter, which has happened multiple times, Twitter and email, which has happened multiple times saying why we were wrong in thinking something or what their perspective was. And usually when somebody reaches out, I will go back and listen to it through the lens of how they listen to it just to see was I wrong. But unless that happens, I have not really revisited anything other than our Spotify playlist. I'll put on every once in a while, but that's the compiled list of our favorite stuff from each album anyways. So I'm obviously gonna like it, you know, that's fair. Yeah. I would say I do. I mean, I don't just listen for the show, but I, I listen recreationally, especially in that first mm. deck era. There was plenty that, that we touched on that I, I actually would get on a kick and listen to it for a couple of weeks because I remember I actually it. will say, I will say I, I have gone back and listened to Dog Beats and Basement Cuts multiple times. Oh, well, there you go. But um, there's definitely, not that I can think of specifically, maybe not whole albums, but certain songs that on first listen, I didn't think much of. And then when I sat down and listened and paid attention, I went, Oh, no, I actually I like this. I like it for what it is. And, you know, it's kind of grows on me after a few listens. Uh, but we obviously need to go back and listen to Jekyll, that Jekyll Brothers episode. We we must have been so <laughs> fucking harsh. The thing is about Jekyll Brothers. I love Jekyll Brothers. I it was I like I remember buying it day one at the store and being so fucking stoked. We actually had an early ripped copy of it that had like different lyrics and stuff, which was really weird to hear that when it came out, like it didn't have the Michael Jackson squeezed up on some little kid's balls edited out and stuff. It was like an early, like pre-release version that we were listening to before it even came out. Um, The issue with Jekyll brothers for me is that it, I already had knowledge when we did that episode of what was coming, what the post deck era looked like, what this shift in their sound was going to be like. And the stuff previous to Jekyll Brothers, I think for me is stronger. I think it's tough to top both the EPs and LPs that came immediately preceding that. And then the stuff that comes after Jekyll Brothers, except some of the stuff on the Wraith, which is pretty good. It's, you know, kind of shaky for me. So it's a turning point album. And I think I was probably a lot harder on it because I could hear the shifting in the sound there and I knew what was coming. But it's a classic album, and I do like Jekyll Brothers. I know those songs like front to back. I, I just noticed that, like from that point on, you are very anti-guitar in ICP. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, yes. Which, which for me, I'm like, 
I, I genuinely really like that sound. I think that they they did a pretty decent job of melding like rap and guitar, like not on like a, a level of, you know, the new metal style of like Limp Biscuit or whatever. Like it's it definitely is a little bit more manufactured, but I right. that that felt unique to me. And I just noticed that like they started kind of doing that in Malenko. You know, with obviously the songs that had Slash yeah. and 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 uh, the the guy from the Sex Pistols, but obviously it's it's ramped up so much on Jekyll Brothers, and from then on, there's a lot more guitars. You hear it on Jekyll Brothers, you hear it on Psychopaths from Our Space, and the Wraith especially. Let's let's have some Southern guitar on some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just noticed that whenever you get to those, you're like, I hate this guitar yes. on this song. It would have <laughs> yes. been so much better if there was no guitar. So that was why I was just curious if maybe like you had softened on those opinions or you're like no, doubling down fuck them they're terrible <laughs> no no I, I think that a lot of those I, I honestly i think after listening to what we've been listening to recently i think that i could go back to especially go back to jekyll brothers and beforehand and that shit is going to sound way better to me now after having the knowledge of what the second deck era sounds like right but you're right. I am very harsh, uh, sometimes maybe harsher than I need to be on guitars in their tracks when it came to uh, the later stuff, the shift in sound change. But honestly, I think it's it's all based on personal preference. Either give me rap or give me something that's full-fledged new metal like Limp Bizkit. Uh, the in-between is just like, I, I don't think they found a way to mesh it together quite right in my they're they're almost there but in my opinion you hear guitars just slam in on the chorus and it's just like okay that was jarring it feels it feels a little contrived in a lot of those records because it felt like hey uh people liked chicken hunting and people liked uh, halls of illusion they want more guitars, and that's what's popular right now is all these rap rock groups, so we've got to do rap metal. Just slap guitars in, but to me, ICP is a rap group, and I am all for people bringing in influences and uh, different sounds into their music because that's how you grow and evolve. That's important to be able to do, but all that stuff did not age well. At the time, I didn't think anything of it. I used to listen to the Bizarre albums all the time. When I listen now, I'm like, Jesus Christ. What the fuck? But it's a lot of it just didn't age well. And also to Aaron's point, I don't think they were ever a rap metal group. I think they got lumped in with rap metal and new metal uh, because of the era they came out and because they had a few more popular songs that had guitars. But guitar samples in a rap song? Cool. Cheesy Southern rock guitars all over a rap song? Mm, I'll pass. That's not my personal preference. But maybe for some people, it's awesome. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. There's that is one thing to say uh, for for ICP is that they were definitely willing to just like and they are definitely willing to just kind of take something and fucking go with it. Like they don't we uh, we brought it up on uh, it was probably on Blood In Blood Out or something like that where there was a line in it where I was like Shaggy has this line. And the first time I heard it, I was like, that's incredibly dumb. It sounds like something that I would write. And then I would look back at it and say, no, that's dumb. But he fucking ran with it and it works so well. (laughs) And they do that with so much of their music. I also want to point out, it wasn't just ICP that did this whole experimentation with throwing guitars in their music. Because around the same time as the second deck era started, 
is when Lil Wayne started putting guitar in music and playing guitar terribly live. Indeed. And the difference there is that when Lil Wayne's audience was like, no, boo, fuck you, stop, <laughs> he stopped. <laughs> Right, but you're ICP fans me, you're, loved you're it. You're telling me that you you're telling me that you don't appreciate the modern classic known as Prom Queen. Hey, I'm telling prom you definitively. You 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 <laughs> prom are just queen throwing, is not great. You are throwing Rebirth under the bus. <laughs> uh, so so Rebirth is legitimately where he lost me. I think <laughs> from from then on, you were no longer a Wayne head. From then on, that was around the time I was no longer a Wayne head. Right. Yeah. The important distinction is that ICP was like, we're going to hire a guy who's good at guitar. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is 100%. I, I, I give them that. Uh, they didn't say, oh, I'll pick up this instrument and play it. They said, hey, play let's it. hire. Yeah. Play it my, with my uh, heavy quotes. Unquestionably play guitar very well. Yes. I mean, Mikey well, they, Clark they, yeah, used to had, as well. So Mikey Clark also. He, yeah, I think he still does. The dude's still making music. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Just I meant for them because he's not really. They making definitely. Music for them. Uh, ICP definitely handle it better than Lil Wayne, but Lil Wayne handle it better in the fact that he immediately quit pretty quickly <laughs> after starting. He was like, "Oh, this shit didn't work. Oh well, I sold a few million records. Yeah. We'll, we'll move on." He, he spent all right. that time learning how to play guitar from from Kid Rock and. Then decided, okay, I guess I don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Oh, good times. Good. Hey, uh, good times. you know what? Me and Lil Wayne, we're kind of on the same uh, same level guitar playing skill wise. So uh, <laughs> it's fine. Same. I, you know, I still have yet to listen to anything, any any of your music. I I'm, I need to fix that at some point. Wow. Uh, don't don't rush. You're I've fine. Listened, <laughs> I've listened to like three or four tracks of a hollowed out album pretty cool i just never got around to listening to the rest of it um um I, I was never much of a hardcore kid that much uh but there was a band that one of my friends in school was in growing up it, back in high school that i like i was like wow i'm not into the style of music at all but now i'm like listening to them live and i'm like i'm actually kind of into what they're doing regardless this is fun this is fucking cool as shit and uh they don't like exist anymore they stopped existing like after high school more or less and they were called right. i still have uh they were called uh calm the storm and i still have oh. their i still have like the, that was the nick's six, group right yeah that was nick's group i still have oh, a six yeah. track cd uh with a skip on the one song that i really liked <laughs> damn oh my god it, I that was about calm the storm. that skip was on the master track the master cut of it like the original versions that they still had oh, that no. my friend still has oh, has a skip on that song i was so mad i was really worried that you Dang. were about to nardwar me and you were gonna say like a band that i was in and i was gonna be like no oh my god <laughs> 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 yeah, no, but on, honestly, though, Shmeev, like, even when I was in a hardcore band, I, did, I, did, I almost never listened to hardcore music other than, like, outside of when my friends, Eric, released an EP or an album, you know, I would j jam the shit out of it because I knew the people in the band. I've played with them before. But even when I was in a heavy band, I yeah, I was never I never listened to heavy music. I definitely or, like, never listened to hardcore music. Time. I had a massive phase, don't get me wrong, and I would have moods where I would go back and listen to stuff in that phase, but by the time Ballista, the band I used to be in, 
was happening, that's when I was like kind of not recreationally listening to heavy music outside of a band called Mammoth Grinder, which is the best band in the world. Hmm. That's one of the coolest fucking names in I've ever world? heard. For sure. Mammoth Grinder from Austin, Texas. <laughs> they have guys, it, listeners of both podcasts, do yourself a favor. Listen to Underworlds by Mammoth Grinder, the album. Yeah, that's a that's like an interesting thing in just playing music in general is that I found that there are some styles where it's like, yeah, I wouldn't really listen to this, but whenever I'm playing it, this is fucking fun as hell. Like it's a, it's oh, not something yeah, I put yeah. on, but playing it, I'm like, yeah, I can. This this is the part of it that I understand. Okay, I get why you're doing this now. Like stoner metal and stuff, and fucking doom and all that shit. I'm like, I don't yeah. get listening to this. But playing it is so much fun. It's like, <laughs> like, it's like I don't baseball. know why. I don't want to watch baseball, but if you go out with friends and play it, that's totally different. Yeah. It's fun, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, the second I would show up to, to a show that I was playing when I was in that heavy band, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm fucking stoked. Like, I'm ready. <laughs> like, even listening to listening to Hollowed Out Live was always fucking fun. Uh, or watching Hollow Out play live, watching, like, you know, all of the good bands that we were playing with a lot back then watching them live was a lot of fun playing live. I mean, I, I always got super hyped. It was always a great time, but then like the second I get in my car after loading up my gear to go home, I'm like, okay, taking back Sunday all the way home. Let's <laughs> oh do dude, this. There, there's no secret about that. When we would be on tour anytime, or even just playing a show out of town, when you get in the van, before you can listen to heavy stuff and crazy stuff before after it's like hip hop, uh, girl pop, it's something chill to just Hell yeah. bring it back down. Oh dude. We, uh, we, we would make it a habit to in the van after an out of town show, uh, put on or right after the show on our way home, when everybody was still awake, we would put on uh juice world album oh. and listen to it. Uh, and then, once people started falling asleep, it was just me driving home and Jonathan in the passenger seat. We're like, okay, everybody's asleep. Then we'd put on Drab Majesty, listen to Drab Majesty, uh, which, by the way, I think, Shmeev, you would fuck heavily with Drab Majesty. Uh, right. You should you should check them out. Then we would listen to, like, Imorosa's self-titled album, just the two of us, and just sing the entire album the whole way home. Ba basement's uh, a good one for that too and that's the first time i ever heard basement that, yeah. was like i'm like in the van i'm like what the fuck is this what is this i need to know what this <laughs> is uh shmeev if you've never listened to basement listen to color me in kindness because oh my god it's excellent live music is a, a kind of magic in a way where it's just like i know for for example mike i know he doesn't care much for their uh for their studio album stuff but like live whenever we've been to shows and stuff and chronic zombies comes on he is so fucking hyped to see them every fucking no don't time. you don't you fucking dare do not <laughs> do not do not put no. that no oh no fuck the goddamn chronic zombies fuck their <laughs> shitty ass set that they've done the same thing for the last 12 plus years i will not i will not ever say that i like anything by them you fuck Oh. Damn! <laughs> Put that on your list, Aaron. Chronic Zombies. God damn it! Oh, I'm writing it down. Oh. I'm writing it down. Attila, though, Attila was great. I've never listened to them outside of just see. I saw them live, and then I was like, I, I'm waiting in line you, to see you ICP. Saw, quote, quote unquote. Yeah, you saw no, them we're, live. We're, we're standing in line for VIP because ICP did their VIP in the middle of another band set, and uh, we were still waiting in line even after Attila was done. 
But uh, during that, I was like, I need to go out there. I'll be right back. Call me if the line starts moving. I ran, jumped into a pit for five seconds. It was a very aggressive pit, more so than I've ever been in like a pit before. And But it was still fun. And then I, I was like, okay, I'm in. I'm out. This is great. Cool. They're fucking loud and that's fun. And uh, then I went back. <laughs> in in our music me, like, scene. Jumping up like, get over here. We're going up now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I would say in the circles we move in, uh, Attila's a pretty polarizing group. Uh, oh, very much so, yes. yeah. And, and when I say polarizing, I mean so. uh, the vast majority of people. Uh, uh, they wear polarized sunglasses on stage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say groups like Amir and Attila are ones that uh, people might listen to quietly behind the scenes, but probably wouldn't admit. Uh, out loud to their friends. Yeah, absolutely yeah. not admit it. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's it's like it's like a five finger death punch thing. Oof! Shame on those guilty pleasure bands. That's bullshit. Yeah, I, I mean, I give Attila a lot of credit. They fucking made it work, and Amir too. I actually like a lot of Amir stuff, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Damn, not five that's, finger that's death thing. punch I, though. No, definitely yeah, no, not. no, I can't. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not in scenes enough to know where where it's like no that not that no no yeah. not that would not no yeah, I, <laughs> it's uh, like that. I saw a I saw a video on TikTok yesterday of Five Finger Death Punch doing an acoustic set in a Best Buy, and I have never been more uncomfortable wait, wait. watching something in my entire life. Wait, wait. I'm gonna wait. try and look it up. I, I want to try the- and look it up. The, the the band that's like rah, 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 rah. acoustic i don't <laughs> is that compute that doesn't sound like five finger death punch to me because five finger death punch is more like fuck you i love america if you don't <laughs> love trump get the fuck out like that's like them which which is sad because man their cover of mama's head knock you out is really fucking good <laughs> I just recently found out that ICP has been like over the past year or two doing acoustic sets. And I watched part of one of them online and I was like, what is this? So Uh-oh. no joke. That's what they did at Hallowicked uh, last year. Um, dur- yeah. During the Patreon huh. stream. This is the only of the live uh, show streams that I've done. Because mind you, those live streams that they've done every other month, I have subscribed to all of them. I have ultimately watched about six of the actual streams. Oh, um, I watched the biggest, them for free uh, on YouTube. They, well, they, the main they did a I... did a Hallow Wicked <laughs> sing so soft. I am singing in my loft. <laughs> the, <laughs> the main reason was is because like they're they're also giving physical shit for them. That's why I was like, oh, there's a CD that's only available if you do this. Well, great, I'm gonna do that. Right. But they did Hallow Wicked acoustically, and like a third of the way into the set of which ICP were, were dressed as the Road Warriors. Um, th- like, Violent J is like, okay, we need to pause because I can't hear shit. Like, I can't hear the music because there's some kind of delay or whatever. It was honestly, overall, once they got it sorted out, really fucking cool. <laughs> like, I don't know if I would go to an acoustic ICP show, but they were supposed to make a CD of acoustic versions of their songs, and I would have bought that. We actually just Spiky talked pads, about that. Yeah. Hello Wicked, Looking Bad. I, I I just I don't know. It was cool to watch that show. It was probably magical for the people who were at Violent Chase House, you know, witnessing mm-hmm. that. But don't do a full tour of it. <laughs> do right. a full tour and do just it. but and, and just it. put out Go that CD it. that you were gonna put out like three or four years ago. Who was uh who like when you say acoustic like who was playing? So it was uh, Razor Ray who was of Motown Rage. He was there. 
and uh, I believe Lil Pig was there oh, from Zug Island. I believe it was Lil Pig. Uh, it was Lil Pig. And there were there's at least one or two other people. One of them was literally like brand new, like they had only just started working with them. Oh. So I mean, it was cool. Like, and the people there that were playing were good. They were professional. Yeah. So, yeah. but I, I just I might have to go back and rewatch that one because it was it was kind of cool, especially when they got the stuff like figured out. Like hearing an acoustic version it was it was really sad though because uh, they have music stands right in front of them. Not not the musicians, ICP, because Shaggy Two Dope does not remember any of his fucking lyrics. <laughs> because they were doing, like, all of the song, and most of the time, it's just, if they're, like, doing a tour, it'll just be Violent J doing his verse, they do a chorus, and then they go over to the next one. So Shaggy Two Dope's like, I haven't looked at the lyrics of these in the last 20 years, so... Yeah. Here's me literally reading the lyrics while I'm doing it. Also, live, they're uh, they're not exactly rapping along to instrumental tracks. It's got vocals on there with them, so. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, that's why I heard in some recent ones it's been pretty bad. Like, I, I think that the show that was at the end of April, um, Violent J forgot a lot of his lyrics. And some people were like, wow, it's really bad whenever he doesn't even remember the lyrics for the Ned yeah. game. I watched that Prom Night Massacre because you, I, yeah. I mean, they probably wouldn't like this, but uh, there are people that upload all those Patreon streams to YouTube. So I've been able to yep. catch a lot of them. But uh, I feel like when I first started seeing them, they were playing to instrumental tracks that then eventually there would be parts of vocals, like at the beginning of a verse or something just to cue them up. And now when I watch it, it's full on rapping along to their tracks. It's wild. There, there's straight up times where it's like you're watching, like if you'll watch an old, older performance, because they have a couple like concert DVDs, but they'll straight up like won't even be rapping because they're just cracking Fagos to throw yeah. at the crowd and yeah. shit, which I get it. Like yeah. that's that's fine. But when you're missing lyrics for a lot of the stuff, it's it's very like, OK, well, why are we watching this show? Like, why are we why did I pay money for this? You know, I heard people were having a lot of issues when towards the end of their lifespan, Dark Lotus, Violent J, and it was mainly Violent J, like, apparently could not remember any of the fucking lyrics. Speaking of, since you brought it up, uh, Cracking Fagos, Eric, many times I am certain you've you've danced in the Fago rain. I have, yes. At a live show. Many times. Have you been a part of creating that Fago rain at a live show? Uh, Like, get up on stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, we were... Again, coming from hardcore shows and stuff, we would go and we were all about, you know, crawling up on top of the crowd and, you know, hardcore dancing and stuff, which was kind of a weird thing at the show. But I want to say maybe I kind of feel like because especially like when it got to the Bizarre Bizarre era, they'd be like, everybody up on stage. And I'm fairly certain I did at some point, but I can't remember. I mean, I saw them probably six or seven times back in that era. So I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy, though, because, you know, we're talking about all this stuff. They have 30 years of music and not like every they're not like tool. They don't put out an album every five or six years. They're putting out multiple releases every single year. I don't know if I'd be able to remember everything either. So I can't hate on them too much. But uh, yeah, I don't know. This, I will say, we probably should wrap this up if it's been a good long episode. But uh, gents, most importantly... If you'd like to go check out Juggalo Judgment, please tell everybody where to find you. You can find us all on our various social media, such as our Facebook, Juggalo Judgment, or Twitter, Juggalo Judgment. 
We even have a fucking Instagram for you motherfuckers. It's Juggalo Judgment. If you're feeling like, hey, I like all of those social media platforms, but I need to yell at you in long form, we also have email. JuggaloJudgment at gmail.com. If you're like, hey, that one guy, I don't like that one specifically, and I don't want the other one getting caught in the crossfire here, you could hit like me up at, at Shmeev on Twitter. And if you want to talk to the person who has obviously the best opinions on the show, you can reach me uh, at Mike Spawn, the SEJ on Twitter or uh, Straight Edge Juggalo on Instagram. But now if you're like listening to the Juggalo Judgment version of this and you're like, who the fuck are these ICUP with we guys? We need to reach out to them and, and really, really knock some sense into them about their opinions on insert thing here. Uh, you can do that. Wherever, where where can they do that? You can find us on Twitter, ICUPWWE. Or if you're more of an email type ninja, you can hit us up at ICUPWWE at gmail.com. Now, if you want to just talk to me, and I can't imagine why you would, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nuclear is Lonely, or you can check out my website, ericconway.com. But Aaron, what if they want to just maybe only talk to you? Guys, if for some reason you listen to us and you think, Eric, not my cup of tea. Aaron, my cup of tea. <laughs> uh, you you can find me in all of my content, www.aaronlocklear.com. That's also where you can find a link to my original artwork that I sell on Etsy and my merch store. You can also find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash gristlemedia, three to four days a week, playing some great games, having some laughs. Maybe playing Dead by Daylight with Shmeev on oh. a stream sometime. Who knows? Oh. Bum, bum, bum. I do enjoy Maybe playing all that. four of us playing Dead by Daylight together. Oh, my God. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, guys, hit us up. Let us know how terrible we are at this and how much better the Juggalo Judgment. The JJ Boys are. You stop um, that. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> most importantly, if you're wondering, okay, I have an email electronically able to send mail to people. Right. I have a Twitter. I am able to tweet, but I don't know which one to use. Default to email. Make yeah. the mailer Damon happy. Pleasure the mailer Damon. Every email sent pleasures the mail is one stroke on the mailer Damon's dick made of ones and zeros in the internet. <laughs> um <laughs> I, I would think that the Mailer Damon probably has both. So you're going to pleasure all yeah. the pieces. True, very true. Yeah. Uh, Help the Mailer Damon come. That's what we that's want what to get is. through to all of you right now. Hit that's, us up that's with That's really an email. what we're reaching for. Yeah. Pleasure the Mailer Damon. I know Damon. We, li we literally got an email yesterday saying just helping the Mailer Damon come. <laughs> that was from me. <laughs> was it from you? Was yeah. It? yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing oh that is so good oh no i have no clue oh that's oh, man. that's so funny that's so funny that's good oh, guys Jesus that's the, that was the reveal that you waited two and a half hours for that right there was we the are reveal. not sorry if we tricked you no we don't care what <laughs> happens now we're not yeah we're not sorry but with all guys, that i feel like there's yeah is there's just one thing left to do right everybody I think there's one thing left. I think we finished our motherfucking Fagos! Finish! Chug it, Mike! Yes! Woo! It's like the first time I've chugged to finish the Fago on an episode in fucking forever. 
because it's hot as hell right now. <laughs> and whoop whoop. Guys, guys uh, tune in next week for something. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. In between her butt cheeks, she packed a gag. I know this bitch named Rebecca Lou. She could make you nut in a second or two. She had a wicked surprise you don't expect her to. If you hit the shit raw, she just infected you. There's another freak. Her name was Pearl. Bitch loves nuts like a hungry squirrel. I was tapped out, but she tagged her girl. Not even